Hello and welcome to episode 208 of the Codex Prime podcast for Tuesday, June 16th, 2020. I am your host, Victor Omoyo, and with me as always is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What's happening, everybody? Yes, and joining us once again this week for the third uh, episode of the Black Cinema Tournament is Pop Stew, Aaron Ferguson, and Chris Stewart. What's up, fellas? going on y'all what's happening everybody yeah man we are back once again we're we're gonna get into the uh second round of the black cinema tournament and then we're gonna wrap up tomorrow night and crown the ultimate winner of what is the best black film in this tournament you know it's it's uh, a lot a lot of good a lot of good films uh on deck uh, a lot of good films that didn't make the cut uh this time but we will determine a winner uh one way or the other um, you know, so black excellence all around, man. You, you love to see it. Uh, yeah. So, um, before I get started, um, anything new in y'all's world? Anything new and exciting this past week? We, we was just talking about the PS5 reveal. Mm. I, I think I, I can speak for everybody in this group, in this group right now that we are unanimously ready. Yes. Yeah, we ready for it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I don't know what I have to do to get the money for it, but I'm going to pick up a second job and do something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, like, for me, it's like I got to I gotta invest in a whole new television just to get unlock the full capabilities of this console. And like you said, Aaron, it's, it's an investment. So, you know, I mean... Facts. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know if I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm I don't know if I'm going to have to go back to my stripping days, but it's, it's going to be... <laughs> It's, it's, well, I'm gonna have to do some things, man. Those Magic Mike days. I yeah. know you put those days behind you, bit. Ah, man, I just just when I thought I was out, they keep pulling me back <laughs> in. Pulling you back in. <laughs> I see a lot. I always respect a good Godfather reference. <laughs> oh yeah, Godfather Three. Very good film. Yep. Yeah, I think I think I got. I, I mentioned to my girl that I'm like, listen, I may have to get a cougar in this one, but she's going to have it. <laughs> baby, I'm trying to do this for us. <laughs> but us, right, you try to take one for the team. <laughs> it's going to happen. Yeah, but that PS that PS5, man. I mean, if anything, like that Miles Morales alone is worth the price of admission. Whew. Give it up. Yeah, it is. Come on, man. Uh, I was, I was just, you're a horrible influence. Hmm. And you know, the best part about it is they're creating their own little universe. It's not like a side story. He's having his own game, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like the PS4 Spider-Man universe. They, they, they t- they've taken some interesting approaches with the characters so far. Yeah. yeah. And um, the implication uh, that uh, Venom might be somebody entirely different, which I won't yeah, spoil. So we, so we, so, oh, yeah. If somebody would finish the game, I would have said it. You know, we still doing this. Yeah, we doing this. Yeah, we doing this. It's like every day with you. Finish the game. Finish. I'll finish it. I gotta finish Ghostbusters first, and then I'll finish Spider Man. Just because okay, today is the anniversary. Just because today is the anniversary of the game does not mean that you should have stopped. And Ghostbusters too. I'm aware, but that don't mean. That you shouldn't be playing Spider-Man. Finish it. I'll finish it. Oh, I'll man. do it. I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, def- definitely finish it. It's it's worth it. It's worth every every minute. Um, okay, if you're a Ghostbusters fan, here's the Easter egg. The Ghostbusters firehouse is in the game. Oh, yeah. I went there. When yeah. I first got it, I, I had to I had to check it out. <laughs> like, yeah. I wasn't even... Forget the storyline. I had to go... I had to go see the firehouse. Nice. I mean, I've been in real life, but I had to see it in the game. Oh, okay. Wow, that's pretty dope. Yeah, it's like a landmark in cinema. Yep. Yeah. And I'm looking in the comments here. We have uh, uh, Taz Barnes in the chat. Uh, it says, what platform y'all are we using to stream? It's OBS, and we are on Zoom. So, yeah. Uh, yep, and also uh, we are uh, waiting on one more person to jo- uh, jump in with us in the Black Cinema Tournament, um, uh, Keisha Swafford from uh, Balling with Keisha, uh, from our first uh, half of the first round uh, last Tuesday. Uh, hopefully she'll have a chance to chime in. If not, um, we'll just uh, keep the ball rolling, keep the door open. Uh, so, yeah, man. Uh, Black Cinema, uh, we've, we've got a whole bunch of uh, g- goodness and magic coming at y'all. Um, oh, and also before we get started, uh, real quick, I just want to say that I'm really happy that New Japan Pro Wrestling has come back today uh, with a new... Yep, with the New Japan Cup 2020 tournament, the first four matches in the first round have commenced. Um, Empty Arena, um, and big ups to New Japan, uh, they they had their last show uh, at the end of February, so they took basically four months off, and they just came back today, and they're doing everything possible to um, uh, to keep things as safe as possible. They have strict uh, cleaning and testing measures for all of their athletes and personnel. Uh, they actually disinfect the ring in the middle of halfway through the show. Um, they're doing a whole bunch of things that WWE should be doing, but, you know, i.e. Vince doing. doesn't, Bro. you know. So there you go. In defense, in defense of WWE, oh, here we they go. are pre-taped. They are pre-taped, so who knows? They probably are taking those measures, mm-hmm. just that you can't see them. They're so not. They not. But they still have cases. Like, they just had a case. Yeah, they had a case of somebody, of uh, one of the developmental talent got COVID-19. Yeah. They're not wearing no get... mask behind that glass. Yeah. I work with people with disabilities. It's got it. We got new kids. We still get new cases. All of them protests, trust me, there's going to be new cases coming up. Yeah, but but but, but Vince McMahon, but WWE, like, like Vince McMahon clearly, he acts like the thing doesn't even exist. I mean, you're talking about a man who who legitimately believes that sneezing is a weakness. And with, when you have that kind of mentality and you apply it to the rest of your roster, then, yeah, you're going to have people that, aren't going to take it seriously. And next thing you know, there's a full-blown outbreak. I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. Exactly. And, you know, well, good... that's why Brock Lesnar went off, because he was like, you're not keeping the talent safe. You have all these people here at the same time when they were shooting WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and, and, and and dig this. Like, apparently, uh, Vince is not allowing anybody in the Performance Center to wear masks. Yeah, I heard that. Oh, yeah. speaking of the performance center, oh my god, please tell me you guys saw the video of home dude trying to break in again. Oh, the same guy. Tried to break in? <laughs> again. Wow. Like, while they were doing wrong, while they were doing wrong, like, this dude, this, this dude who was trying, who was trespassing, he did back in 2015, he got shot doing so because they thought he had a weapon on him. And he was smearing a combination of feces and milk. Wow. 
Jesus. Then he did it again like two weeks ago. So I gave him very little week for that when I was on, I did that for UWO. And then he did it again this past Monday. Yeah. Look, like Dana Brooke and Lacey Evans tried to like talk him down, but he's just. Yeah. Just wasn't having it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can't, still talk, you can't talk sense to someone like that. They already gone. Oh, tell me about it. Yeah, wow, that's 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 crazy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, that's why I don't have a WWE subscription. But yeah, let's uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, but let's uh, but let's get this uh, uh Black Cinema Tournament uh, c- uh, commenced. Is commenced a word? I don't know. I just made it up. Who cares? So um, we have the second round ready to begin. So, uh, y'all ready to get started on this one? Let's do it. All right. So, we have the first matchup of the second round of the Black Cinema Tournament. And if there happens to be a tie, Carl will do the honors and do a coin flip to determine the ultimate winner. So, first match. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) so yeah. Uh, What was that, Carl? (laughs) I'm saying to myself, he's about to get hard. Oh, yeah. Well, the first first round was hard. Like, it's only going to get harder. Like, there's no way around that. Oh, yes. It's all our favorites going to have to go. Yep. Yes, indeed. Some tough choices. And speaking of tough choices, we begin with our first match of the second round. We begin with Steven Spielberg's 1985 classic, The Color Purple, versus Spike Lee's 1992 classic, Malcolm X. There can only be one winner, people. So, with that, let's begin with uh, you, Chris. Uh, what do you choose between these two films, Color Purple or Malcolm X? Yeah. You bet. Right, um, <laughs> the struggle is real. <laughs> Facts. <Yes. laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to go with Color Purple. Oh! Okay. Wow. All right. One for Color Purple. Uh, care to care to share why? Any reason? Now, listen. Malcolm X is inspiring. It's, man, one of Spike Lee's biggest films. Um, you can't go wrong with either movie. All right? Um, it's something about uh, the range of actors um, that exists in the color purple that really did it for me from Oprah Winfrey to Danny Glover to all the other characters. Um, the church scene in particular is like one of my family's favorite scenes, honestly. Hmm. Um, look, I didn't want to pick either one. All right. <laughs> but I, but I got to pick one. So, yeah. um, more of it toward how I grew up in my own family, I'm going to color purple. Okay. Yeah, valid. Okay, I hear that. All right. So, uh, Aaron, how about you, man? Uh, I gotta go Malcolm X. Like, that's... Respected. I, I like... I do like color purple. I mean, I got purple on right now. But mm. I haven't seen... It's been a minute since I watched color purple, to be honest with you. It's yeah. been it's been a good ten years since I watched it. Like Malcolm X, 
I can watch that anytime mm-hmm. and feel inspired and uplifted just by his message. And Denzel, we talk about characters becoming or actors becoming their character. He became Malcolm X. Like you didn't mm-hmm. see Denzel Washington anymore. He was Malcolm X oh, living yeah. in what year was it? 92 that it came, did that yep. come out? Yep. Yeah. 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 He was Malcolm X walking around in 1992. So I got to go. I got to go Malcolm X. Mm. All right. All right. One for Malcolm. Uh, Carl, how about you? This was tough. This was tough, but because of its pop culture influence and the fact that people still quote it to this day. Mm hmm. All of my life, I got the fight. I'm a <laughs> All right. Gotcha. Okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah, this is a really tough one for me as well. Uh, I mean, color, color, color purple is incredible, and uh, Malcolm X. It's and as you say, Aaron, it's like at no point do you think that oh, that's Denzel Washington playing Malcolm X. No, like when you when you watch him, it's like wow, it's the actual man on camera. And if you actually close your eyes and listen to their voices, like they sound almost exactly alike, like in terms of like the cadence, Absolutely. yeah, the cadence and the de- 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 delivery, everything. Um, By, uh, I, I would say if I if I really had to choose between the two, um, I'm gonna go with Malcolm X on this one, because um, mm. it's a powerful film, uh, as is the Color Purple, but you know it's hard to ch- it's hard to choose, and so. With that, since it's uh, two for Color Purple, two for Malcolm X, we have to take yeah. it to the coin. So, what you got, Carl? Heads, Heads, Color Purple. Yep. Tails, Malcolm X. All right. Malcolm X. Okay. All right. So, Tails, Malcolm X gets the win. Yeah. Well, Color Purple put up a good fight. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it'll, live, it'll live to see another day. Yeah. All right. So that's one for Malcolm X. Next up, I have another tough matchup for y'all. We're talking about uh, two crime dramas. We've got New Jack City versus Boys in the Hood. Oh, man. John Singleton uh. versus Mario Van Peebles. So uh, let's begin with uh, you, Aaron. Oh, man. What you got for this round? Like I said, it's only these choices are only gonna get harder. Mm. Like either one I pick, I'm gonna feel bad about picking it. <laughs> like I failed you. <laughs> there's no, I'm not gonna feel good about this pick. Mm. Uh, I yeah, I gotta go boys in the hood. I'll go boys in the hood, and it hurts my heart to say that because mm. I love New Jack City so much, but. Boys in the Hood. Yeah. Okay. Boys in the Hood. All right. Uh, Chris, what you got? Aneurysm. You said an aneurysm. Wait, what was that? He said he got an aneurysm to the face. And it's only the second one. Um. Hmm. Come back to me. All right. All right. I'll, I'll, it's tough. 
All right, I'll, I'll come back to you on this one. Um, looking in the chat real quick, uh, Kyle says that looks like he's on the panel. Um, Hold on a sec, Kyle. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Carl, do you have a decision here? Boys in the Hood or New Jack City? I see you. Okay. You got John Singleton's uh, classic. All right, so that's two for Boys in the Hood. Okay. So with that, uh, Mr. Stubert, uh, Pookie or Doughboy? What you got in this one? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pookie did give a great, he gave a great performance. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to go with Doughboy. I'm going with Boys in the Hood. All right. Yeah, definitely a tough choice here. Um, but I think, I think it's a clean sweep here because I, too, also go with Boys in the Hood. Um, Boys in the Hood is, is still still impactful, like almost 30 years later. And but New Jack City, I mean, it's it's a great film. You got you know Wesley Snipes as Nino Brown, uh, Alan Payne as G Money. You know that 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 heartbreaking scene where G Money is like, "Come on, man, we C M B, we all we got." We all we got. <laughs> and my my brother's keeper. The tears running down Nino's face as yep. he shoots him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And of course, I always think back to that uh, episode from Martin where they spoof New Jack City. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was just watching New Jack City, and that's what came to mind. With yeah. the dog, yep. like the dog fall over. <laughs> yeah, that was great. But yeah, man. Um, yeah, so yeah, that's uh, New Jack's uh, not New Jack City, but thank you for New Jack City. But Boys in the Hood makes it to the next round. Um, but if you haven't seen New Jack City for some reason, y'all need to see that because it's a really cool film and it has a really cool soundtrack. Uh, yes. Next up here, we've got two interesting films, an interesting matchup right here. We've got Eve's Bayou by Casey Lemons versus Ryan Coogler's Fruitvale Station. So, Carl, what you got for this round? I'm going with Fruitvale Station. Okay. One for Fruitvale. That, uh, that would hit me. Hmm. Indeed, indeed. Uh, Chris, how about you? Um. No easy choices, my man. You know what? Because of all the uh, the implications that took place in in the bayou and things like that, especially the, the, the spiritual sides of things, I'm going to go with East Bayou. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Good choice. Good choice. Uh, Aaron, how about you? Yeah, I'm going to East Bayou. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely for me, um, you know, both, both films are powerful in different ways. Um, you know, Fruitvale Station, you know, based on that tragic story of Oscar, Oscar Grant, um, like, I like the way it was filmed, um, but it is one of those films that is so powerful that you know you watch it once and it stays yep. with you and you don't feel the need to like revisit it again unless you like really I really. I can't rewatch it again. Yeah. I've only seen it once. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah, it's 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 definitely a traumatic film, but a necessary one. Um, but ultimately, with this round, I'm gonna go with Eve's Bayou because Eve's Bayou is it's such a it's such a beautiful film, such an artful film. Um, definitely for me, one of the one of, one of my favorite films of the '90s, and it's got such a great cast too. 
Like, you can't, I mean, you got, like, young Journey Smollett-Bell, young Megan Good, you got Debbie Morgan, Samuel L. Jackson, Lynn Whitfield. Um, Lynn Mm -hmm. Whitfield, she was as fine as she was scary, so, you know, (laughs) so, you know, you you get, so I I roll with Eve's Bayou. Diane Carroll? Yep, Diane. As the witch? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, such a great cast. So, yeah, man, Eve's Bayou, um... Uh, makes it to the next round, and we have uh, Husky Harris, aka Gary, threat in the chat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Husky Hero. Oh, Husky Hero. I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> they threw me off with the H's, the the H words. It begins with H. It, it threw me off. But you know, Bray Wyatt's a cool character, so I mean, should, he likes cool. Bray. So I, I don't think he'll take a fist today. Yeah. So my my uh, husky hero, uh, he does say that uh, Lynn Whitfield is still cold to this day. Indeed. Thanks. Indeed. Yeah. So yes, Eve's Bayou makes it to the next round. All right. So next up, we have two interesting films, a, 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 a contrast of styles, if you will. On one hand, we've got Black Panther. Versus, sorry to bother you. So, uh, Chris, just start start us off in this round. What do you choose in this? I already round? know what he's. I already know what he's gonna pick. Black Panther. Yeah, I knew you was doing that. <laughs> Black, Black Panther. Okay, okay. So Team Wakanda. All right, I see you, uh, Mr. Bird. Of course, of course. Um, <laughs> Uh, team team vibranium. Uh, <laughs> uh, Aaron, how about you? I am in a agreement with the other two on the panel. I will go Black Panther. Okay. Um, you know, as much as I like Sorry to Bother You, and it's a really interesting screenplay. I like the way it explores its, its different themes of like consumerism and capitalism, and race and code switching. Um, I too will. Go to go with Black Panther on this one. Um, Black Panther uh, still, um, in my view, uh, MCU's best film, um, next to next to Avengers Endgame. It's it's the one MCU film that went above and beyond the. Bear. I want to. I wish I could see Stuber's face right now. I mean, I mean, you know, Black Panther is <laughs> it, it, it it went above it went above and beyond the bare minimum requirements of an MCU film. It's it won three Oscars, uh, best uh, original best original score. Uh, costume design with Ruthie Carter, the legendary costume designer, and um, best production design too. So yeah. Yeah, but you know the Academy's full of shit. They are, they are. But you know, I mean, it's it's it's, a, it's nice. To, it's at the same time, it's nice to see good work get recognized and honored right. as such. But the Academy every once in a while they recognize good work. Yeah. Sometimes it's like they're just gonna give people nominations just to give it to them. But sometimes they get it right. Suicide Squad. Huh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that still doesn't make sense. Like Suicide Squad's Oscar award-winning film. Yeah, I, I guess 2016 was a weak year for makeup and hairstyling. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, so uh, so uh, T'Challa and friends makes it to the next round. All right, so moving on, we have another matchup here: two uh, romantic comedies. On the one hand, we've got the hip-hop themed. Brown Sugar, Tay Diggs to Nah Lathan, versus another Tay Diggs film, The Best Man, also starring Sanaa Lathan. So, uh, 
Yep, he's in both. Yeah, he's in both. Yeah. Tate Diggs and Sanaa Lathan are in both. Yep, they are. And they're a couple in both. They are, yeah. <laughs> so, um, with that, uh, Aaron, how about you? Let's uh, start off with your vote. Best man. Okay, All right. one for the best man. Uh, Chris, how about you? Best man. Okay, two for the best man. All right, uh, Mr. Bird, how about you? Brown sugar. All right, brown sugar. And I will also throw in a vote for Brown Sugar as well. Um, that's a film that I, I've, I've watched plenty of times, and I still it still puts a smile on my face every single time. And um, also like the whole most deaf Queen Latifah uh, relationship was kind of was kind of cute. Yeah. The way he was so awkward around her. He was her. completely awkward. He didn't know what to say. Yeah. He had a whole conversation about like champagne flutes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What a, what a cool film. But yeah, Carl, let's take it to the coin. Alright, that's Grand Sugar, Tails Best Man. Alright. And just for the record, I sent Kyle the link, but he's driving with the kids. He was going to go off on you. Okay, cool. Good to know. But... <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. Brown Sugar. Okay. So Brown Sugar has has won, uh, has made it to the next round. Good choice, good choice. But also, Best Man is also a cool film. Um, yeah, I like it. Yeah, also, um, you know, the the scene where um, where Regina Hall's uh, uh, character, uh, yeah, Regina Hall's character's introduction, you know, where she has that, that, um, that, P, that totally PG-rated uh, dance uh, with Harold Parnell's character. Yeah. I mean, Candy. I Oh yeah, with, with to the to the to the uh, candy uh, song by Cameo. What I liked about that scene was like the way it was filmed. I, I liked the lighting, and I liked the lighting choices, and also the costume choices uh, in, in that particular mm-hmm. scene. Yeah, it was very nice. It was a Look. very nice costume Look. choice. Look, I'm not gonna front. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about nobody's light. Okay? <laughs> I mean, this is where we. This is this is the high five. Now I'm getting right. Like when I watched it, I was like, man, I want, I want a bachelor party like that. Like when I get married, I want a bachelor party just like that. Oh man, yeah, yep, candy, it's cool. What were we talking about? Oh yeah, right, black cinema tournament. <laughs> All right, so moving on up uh, to the next round here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, for those who are watching, in in one corner. We have what is widely regarded as one of the best comedy films of all time. It is widely beloved by not only Eddie Murphy fans, but fans of comedy. Fans of hilarious comedies that are immensely quotable. To this day, it is regarded as a classic in the genre of the, in the film genre of comedy. Um, it has influenced scores of other comedians. It has also influenced scores of fans. And it has um, uh, many comedians in, in the industry that also you know treat this film with respect and venerate it as... One of the great uh, comedy films that you you can watch every single time and you can laugh just as just as much as you did when you watched it the first time. Why do I feel that? Right. <laughs> it is it it is it is an absolute treasure in in comedy film and I adore it. You come Halloween okay? Yeah. All right. Uh, that's what I said. The thing is coming. And and, and it, it is it, it is a, it is a it is a treasure of cinema. And in the other corner is Harlem Nights. So, <laughs> with that. We've got uh, we we've got we've got Eddie Murphy's Misfire versus Coming to America. So, Mr. Bird, please. After all these weeks, after all these weeks, you still ain't learned nothing, did you? (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, I'm I'm only here to speak the truth. Uh, Don't don't kill the messenger. I'm only speaking truth. Um, But uh, but yeah, Mr. Bird, uh, what do you choose in this round? Harlem Knights or coming to America? Woo, Vic, I hate you. I know, and this is and this is not a hard choice at all, fellas. regarded as my all-time favorite movie coming to america that's right that's right it, it, i don't know if y'all can i don't know if y'all can see right under miles but it's oh there. you got the poster yep. i see it i see it yep all right so coming to america gets one vote all right uh, mr stuber what say you What? I respect it. I respect it. All right. All right. All right. You, 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 you got one for that. Um, I respect I it. Stop laughing. Uh, <laughs> uh, A.K. Ferguson, what you got? Okay. My vote is for coming to America. But the hate that you have for Harlem Knights is completely unfounded. Like, it makes no sense. <laughs> I've never met anyone who hates Harlem Knights. <laughs> I never met I never met anybody who hates Harlem Knights. Period. I mean, I'm sorry. Like, I I I broke down why the film just doesn't work, you know, and why it is one of Eddie Murphy's worst films. I mean, it's close up. It's close up there with Pluto Nash. That's how bad it is. Well, with Dave, it's up there with 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 Dave, with Dave, and Pluto Nash. Yeah. You put this in there. Such yeah. an insult. It's so disrespectful, man. I'm, Gary, I'm, I'm sorry. Stop. I'm, I'm with you on that one. Gary, stop. I mean, I mean, I mean, coming. I mean, this, this, this was no contest. I mean, obviously, coming to America. I mean, this wasn't even a. This was not even a fair match, to be completely honest. But you know what? I had to be fair to all the all of you out there who are fans of Harlem Knights. So I wanted to give it. It's it, it was it's due, and um and you know just be just be grateful that it made it to round two. <laughs> But uh, but but you, you know. Set this up. You set this up so Coming to America fans. is the superior film, but you can't take anything away from Harlem Nights. Harlem Nights is amazing. Listen, yeah. okay, I'm, I'm gonna be honest now. Yeah. Okay. Coming to America is the better superior film, but just, you just gotta show some love. You gotta show some love. Too. It, it, Harlem Nights deserves some love. Thanks. Facts. Facts. All right. All right. I, okay. Well. Okay. Well. In, in all seriousness, I do respect Harlem Knights. I do respect the attempt, you know, to bring all those legendary uh, black performers um, uh, together on screen. Um, and and it was cool to see Della Reese and Red Fox and you know uh, Richard Pryor, you know, along with like other other uh, other cool cats like you know Jasmine Guy and you know the, the late Thomas Michael Ford, um, and Arsenio Hall. But you know, it was. It's all. It, it's all in the execution. And Harlem Knights botched the ex- execution. It just did. I mean, I mean, Eddie Murphy. I have to, I have to disagree with you. Yeah, I mean, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Like I said, like Eddie Murphy, terrific performer, hilarious comedian, a really good actor, but a director, it's not not his strength. If, if somebody. Do if, I have to take this? Do I have to take this to the poll? Do I have to make this a poll? I think you need to. Yeah, I'm all for it. We can make it a poll. And I'm sure Coming to America is obviously going to win. Spoiler alert. 
But oh no, I'm talking about if people like Hollow Knights or not. Oh well, yeah, sure, yeah, you can you can go ahead and uh, make make the poll. Um, you know, I'm sure it'll be a dishonest result because you're gonna tell people to vote yes, but you know, it's all right. I'm, I'm just gonna simply <laughs> ask your opinion. Right. <laughs> so so and so petty. So petty. Like Hollow Knight, yes or no, and why? Okay, okay, yeah, that's fair, it's fair. Um, but. You know, when all is said and done, um, coming to America, uh, Zamunda Forever wins this round. Uh, so we're going to see it. We're going to see it uh, in, in the next round of the tournament. Harlem Knights, thanks for playing. Um, don't say I didn't do anything for you Harlem Knights fans because I did. All right. I got, actually, I, I got a question now. What's up? Would, you, would y'all rather live in Wakanda or in Zamunda? Oh, Wakanda. Wakanda, man. Yeah, Wakanda's more advanced than Zamunda. I'm gonna have to table that right now, cause uh, I gotta see how Zamunda then upgraded when a new one come out. So, oh, we'll see. yeah. <laughs> they are neighboring nations. <laughs> now, I wouldn't mind living in Zamunda and working in Wakanda. Hey. <laughs> oh, it's like New York and New Jersey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh man, yeah okay, yeah so, yeah man, Zamunda King Joffy Jofer, um she's your queen to be, Mr. Randy Watson can't go wrong with that so yeah, so yeah big ups to the better film. Uh next up we got two other comedies here, uh we've got uh a hilarious feature by the Wayans Don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood, A.K.A. Message. Versus Barbershop. Oh. All right. So, yeah. Two comedies here, and y'all got to decide which one makes it to the next round. So, uh, we'll begin with uh, you, Stubert. What you got for this round? Don't be a menace. Okay. All right. Don't be a menace. One for that. Uh, Mr. Bird, how about you? All right. All right. Two. Two for uh, uh, the... Dashiki? Was it Dashiki? Was that her name? Okay. Dashiki? Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> see. See. I, I'm just going to let that's that be the, what it is. That's the line. I know that's the line, but I'm like, when I saw that, I'm like, I'm just going to let that be what it is. Uh, uh, Aaron, how about you? Uh, you know what? I'm going to just put a vote out there just to show Barbershop some love. I'm going to throw a vote to barbershop okay um and you know what in solidarity i'll I'll, i too will throw a vote to barbershop as well um so uh, i haven't i've seen barbershop 2 it wasn't as good as barbershop 1 but i heard that the third one was actually pretty good the next cut it is okay the third one is pretty good i had low expectations for it but it was actually pretty good oh nice yeah I'll, i'll definitely check that out so uh mr bird let's take it to the coin Heads, don't be a menace. Tails, barbershop. All right. What? Tails, barbershop? Oh, okay. Tails came up twice. All right. Well, well done for barbershop. Barbershop narrowly beats don't be a menace and makes it to the next round. All right. Yeah, so um, I guess I guess you can... um. You know, break out, break out the government cheese, and you know, with, and light it, 
and melt it all over your body in celebration. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, there you go. Uh, Barbershop makes it to the next round. Uh, looking at the chat here, uh, we have a new uh, new person here, uh, Yardley, who says that uh, this looks fun. I, I hope to be a part one day. Absolutely. Yeah, it was, uh, it was Mr. Black from the uh, Jabba Tears podcast. Ah, nice. Nice. Welcome, Mr. Black. All right. So next up, we've got an interesting matchup here. Uh, two underrated features that deserve more love and deserve to be talked about more than they than they already have. One is the underrated Martin Lawrence and Eddie Murphy feature Life versus the uh, the criminally underrated Love Jones. So, which film, which which underrated feature do you want to see make it to the next round? So let's begin with. Uh, this with you, Aaron. Uh, what do you choose in this matchup? This is one of the ones where I'm not going to feel good about my pick. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'll go Love Jones. Okay. All right. One for Love Jones, one for Neil Long and Lorenz Tate. Uh, Cole was going to get you if you didn't pick Love Jones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, Chris, how about you? Life. Okay. All right. One for life. One for, one for the cornbread. Uh, Mr. Bird. The upper room. <laughs> <laughs> when Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> I'm <right>. happy. <laughs> oh yeah. Can't get right. <laughs> Can't get right. Yeah, man. Oh man. What what a great film life was. Um. This one, uh, I absolutely adore life, but I really want to see Love Jones make it far because uh, it's a film that doesn't get talked in, about enough. So I'm going to give uh, one vote for Love Jones as well. So that's two on two. So that means we got to take it to the coin once again, Carl. So we got to determine what makes it to round three. And the final. By the way, I'm invited, Mr. Black. We, are need, a we need a tiebreaker. Okay, is he, uh, oh, oh, you sent him the... Oh, no, he's getting ready, he's gonna send me, he's gonna, um, let me know, and then I'll send him the link. Gotcha. Cool. All right. All right. Heads, life, tails, love Jones. All right. Look at love Jones, did. Woo! Yes. Tails came up three times. Wow. Man, all right. All right, it's a lucky night for Tails. And Heads was up too. All right, so yeah, Love Jones. Shout yeah. out to Love Jones. It is. I I'm right there with you. It's criminally underrated. Mm. I love that movie. Yeah, yeah. It, it 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 is a terrific film, and more people need to see it. Um, I would love to see. I, I would love to see it on Blu-ray. I, it needs like a full restoration, special features. Yeah. It, it's worthy of the Criterion Collection. Like I would buy it. Uh, full price just just to have it have it. It's not. It's not on Blu-ray. No, it's not on Blu-ray. Yeah, it's one of the. It's weird. It's one I of thought those... it was on Blu-ray, but it does need a Criterion collection. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, and you know, speaking of films that aren't on Blu-ray, uh, weirdly enough, uh, James Cameron's films, um, True Lies and The Abyss, still not on Blu-ray. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's just DVD. Just That's a, surprising. Just, yeah, just a letterboxed uh, non-anamorphic DVDs. It's so weird. No, you're right. It's not. Yeah. Yes, I'm just checking Amazon. It's 
Yeah, and I think the only, the only way you can watch them in high definition is if you have HBO. And I think they're going to take them out at the end of the month, I believe. If I remember. Yeah, what was the other one that's not on Blu-ray you just said? Uh, the Abyss. Yeah, The Abyss and True Lies. Yeah, it's just weird. All right. Okay. So, yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah, True Lies I know about. I know about, which is weird, too. Mm. Yeah, that was a real popular 90s action film. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But, yeah, man. Uh, all right. So, we've got uh, more second-round action coming at y'all with more tough decisions here. Uh, so, next up... We've got uh, two two other uh, uh, wonderful features here. One is the incredible feature by Barry Jenkins, Moonlight, versus that uh, well-beloved crime uh, feature in the 90s, Set It Off. Ah. Yes. So Set It Off versus Moonlight. Barry Jenkins versus F. Gary Gray. So uh, let's begin with you, Stubert. Uh, what do you choose in this, in this matchup? Set it off. Okay, one for set it off. <laughs> I was way too easy for <laughs> in, in, Interesting, interesting. Okay. Um. Okay. Uh, Aaron, how about you? Uh. Yeah, I think I'm a. I'm in agreement with Stuart. I think I'm gonna go set it off. Okay. All right. Two for set it off. Uh, Carl, what you got? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go and set it off as well. Like Queen Latifah's death scene just does not get enough respect. I mean, wow. I am. I am. I am gobsmacked in this round. Wow. Wow. I am gobsmacked. I am surprised. I am befuddled. I am hoodwinked. You know. <laughs> run astray. Run astray. You know. Bamboozled. <laughs> Um, wow, this is this is as this is as ups, this is a big upset. Uh, this is as upsetting as the Cowboys winning a winning a football game. But um, wow, Ooh. this is. I'm, I'm, ladies and gentlemen, I am surprised. Apparently, uh, apparently, set it off has has supplanted Moonlight, and set it off is making it to the next round. I am actually surprised, and this is no shade to set it off. Set it off is a wonderful film. But but Moonlight is a masterpiece in bracket cinema. Bracket busting. This is a yeah. You're right, Aaron. It's a bracket buster. I mean Moonlight. It's I mean this is a masterpiece for those who haven't seen it. It's it, it's it's an incredible feature. The story of one man and his his journey towards discovering his identity. Um, just uh, it's a triptych. Uh, a, a one man's life told in three specific aspects, uh, parts of his life from when he was a kid to when he was a teenager to when he was a man. Um, just, a, just the themes of like loneliness and, and discovering your identity, and and it is a great film. Man. I I agree with you. And like Moonlight and Boyhood kind of came out around the same time. Yeah. And I always thought Boyhood was overrated. Yeah. Like it didn't really do anything for me. Yeah. Same but here. Moon, Moonlight was is it a, a exceptional film? But yeah. I gotta go with the Hood classic. Set it off. Okay. Wow. Well. Well. Well, bugger my beans. Okay, so uh, set it so set it off. 
So set it off makes it to the next round. But I encourage everybody who hasn't seen Moonlight yet, please watch it. It's obviously it's available on Blu-ray. It's available on DVD. It's also available on Amazon Prime. Um, if you if you have that, it is available there. Um, I believe it might be available on Netflix. I could be wrong, but but do I don't think it's on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it might not be on Netflix, but I know it's definitely on Amazon Prime. But do 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 go out of your way to see Moonlight because it is an incredible film. It's my favorite film of the last decade. Uh, it's 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 a great uh, uh, black film. It's a great LGBTQ film. It's it is a masterpiece in cinema. It's a masterpiece in storytelling and acting, writing. Man, you know, and and Barry Jenkins like. One of, one of my favorite filmmakers. He's only made three films so far, but yo, he is one to watch if you if you're not familiar with his work. But yeah, three films. Um, it was um, Medicine for Melancholy in 2009. It was uh, Moonlight in 2016, and then If Bill Street Could Talk uh, in 2018. But yeah, all right. So um, yeah, set it off. Makes it to the next round, and I'm looking at the comments here. We've got Tyrone Johnson the second who has nothing to say he just has some ellipses in the comments here um i i feel you on that one because uh moonlight th- 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 this, this is an upset you know i i i am in no mood to okay I, let, let, me, let me let me avoid my stephen a smith uh impression <laughs> darkness fading um okay so uh let's move on to the next round here oh Hold up, look at looking at this. It says Mr. Black has entered the waiting room for this meeting. So let's admit so let's admit a new challenger into this black cinema tournament. Yo, what up, y'all? Hey Mr. Black, hey, world famous Jabba Tears podcast. What's going on? What's hey. up, y'all? How you guys feeling, man? Oh man, pretty good, man. How are you? I'm good, man. I saw y'all having this. This whole what's your favorite black movie? I was like, nah, man. I gotta be a part because I've seen almost every <laughs> single black movie. You name it, I've seen it. If I didn't see it, it's on my list. So I had to be a part of it. Right on, right on, and and welcome, welcome to the Codex Prime podcast, man. What's yeah. up? What's up? What's up? Yeah. I feel great to be. Here. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm looking forward to be a part of this. It's good to be part of that show for the very first time, y'all. Yeah. Right on. And uh, and also before we make it uh, to the next round, um, just wanted to get your opinion here. Um, you've already cast the votes, but uh, what do you uh, what do you prefer, uh, Moonlight or Set It Off? Um, Jesus, dang, <laughs> it's kind of a hard one. It's because Set It Off, if you just want a straight, you know, crime drama, turn up your brain, just straight up something watch. That was the original taking um, for all women, honestly. But Moonlight, it shows like a different direction that a movie that needs to be, that that's kind of started the conversation of black males actually honest with their feelings, actually explore uh, the culture of being black and gay. Mm-hmm. So, dang. I gotta go with, I gotta go with Moonlight because it educated me in a world that I had no idea of. Mm. Indeed, absolutely, yeah, and uh, yeah, like I was telling people, like it's available on Amazon Prime if you don't have the Blu-ray or DVD, and it's worth seeing. 
Um, also looking at the comments here real quick. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Tyrone Johnson, um, Blade was not in this tournament, uh, not, nor Blade 2. Um, I, only, I, only, I only had to make room for one a superhero, black superhero film, and that had to be Black Panther. Uh, but I'll, I'll fit in Blade in, in another tournament at some other point. Um, Please, Luke, because that's the OG right there. That saved Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't get enough credit. That, that kicked off the MCU. That's the real <laughs> gem of the MCU right there. Yeah. Hidden gems, of course. Underrated right there. Wesley Snipes, man, being a dark-skinned man, represented as well in that movie, man. <laughs> <laughs> he was holding man. it down for dark-skinned brothers for a minute. Down. Hold yeah. it down. Mm. Hold it down. He went from playing basketball to selling dope. To slaying vampires, man. He was on the road. <laughs> yeah. Some motherfucker. And fighting terrorists on a plane. He did it all. <laughs> Some Everything, dogs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and also... Couldn't fight tax evasion, though. <laughs> True. That's tax... Achilles' heel right there. Taxes get everybody at some point, <laughs> if you're not careful. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, um, you know, some motherfuckers always trying to ice skate uphill. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. Oh, man. Yep. And also, oh. and also, just to drop the name of your podcast, it's the Jobber Tears Podcast. So be sure to check them out. Please do, please. Yes. All right. So next matchup here, y'all. We've got two interesting features. One is Barry Jenkins' latest feature from 2018. If Beale Street Could Talk, versus uh, Rick Famuyiwa's 2015 feature, Dope. So we got Dope versus If Beale Street Could Talk. So with that, uh, Mr. Black, since you're the new challenger in this uh, matchup, we'll begin with your vote. What say you? Oh, hands down, Dope. Hands down. Because Dope, again, like it was telling a story that hasn't been told. And it ushered in, it showed a different lens of black people where yo just because i'm in the hood i'm not a product of the hood mm. and just because i'm this is like just because i'm smart doesn't mean that i won't fall into different temptations mm. but it also showed a different side that yo it's okay to be weird it's okay to be 100 yourself and because he was so his character was so weird he's able to experience the world that a lot of people would never experience like he literally started a whole internet company and made money off of some drugs. Like, that was definitely ahead of his time. Yeah. Definitely ahead of his time. Mm-hmm. And how during that time, it's personally as the person, my personal favorite, because during that time, I was still trying to find myself. And just hearing that message at that age, like, I still go back and still watch to this day. A lot of people seen dope, but said the same thing, like, yo, it's definitely changed my life. It allowed me to be myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, the other movie is cool. But it's a typical romance movie. Like, yeah, you know, they have struggles. It's cool, but don't literally you can always pop it in and any generation could enjoy it. The old heads, the um, the young heads, people around our age, so I gotta go with dope. Okay. Indeed, right on. Well said. Uh Stuber, what's what say you? I'm actually going with dope as well, dude. Okay. All right, got two for dope. Uh Mr. Bird. Gotta go with dope. And just to forewarn you, Mr. Black, dope, you gonna be cringing a lot during this tournament. <laughs> <laughs> I am ready for it. Yeah. The matchup yeah, only get harder. Oh yeah. Got a lot of tough we had some tough matches before you came on and we got some more still to come. Uh let's see, uh Aaron, how how about you in this matchup? Uh yeah, I'm going dope. I'm going with the Hood Cinematic Universe. 
wood. Dope. <laughs> <laughs> Going dope. That's right. It is in the same universe, same director and all. The wood and dope. Yep. Okay, yeah. Oh, shoot. That is the same thing. Stacy was wow. the security guard. Wow. Yes. Mm. Wow. Man. Well, you know, as as and I and I really like dope. Um, but in principle, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give a cast the one vote for if Bill Street could talk. Um, because like I said, it's, you know, based on the classic James Baldwin novel. Um, it's powerful. Um, Regina Regina King, incredible in it. Um, won won an Oscar for that role. Um, love the love the cast in it. I I love this portrayal of black love and also like um these themes of like uh, police brutality and the criminal injustice system, how it affects uh, black communities. Um, I really liked the, how it built, how it was non-chronological, how it built up their relationship, and you saw flashbacks and flash-forwards of their relationship, and you, all, you ultimately know where they're going to end up, but, you're, but you also enjoy seeing how they get there. Um, and, and the ending does provide a, a tiny glimpse of hope, um, so it's not entirely, like, dour. Uh, but, but yeah, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not mad at dope, uh, winning this round because it is a quality film and, um, I, I like the cast in it. Uh, it's hilarious to boot as well. Um, and, and yeah, man, you can't go wrong with it. So yeah, dope makes it to the next round. Uh, next up, we've, oh, what's up, Carl? Quick question. Um, the lead actress in the Beale Street can talk. She won an Oscar based off of that film, right? Uh, no, she didn't win. Oh, I mean, you mean uh, Regina King? She was a supporting King. actor. The supporting. Supporting actress. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. the lead actress. I thought the lead actress won the uh, won the Oscar based off her first movie alone. Oh no, no, it wasn't her. She, I don't, yeah, she wasn't nominated. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. So yeah, next up we've got two Spike Lee joints uh, going head to head. One is Black Klansman. 2018 versus Spike Lee's 1994 classic Crooklyn. So, Crooklyn versus Black Klansman. Yeah, I told you y'all y'all gonna sweat in, 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 in with these matchups here. So uh, with that, uh, let's kick it off with uh, with you, Aaron. Um, what, what say you in this matchup? One, one for Black Klansman. All right, uh, Carl, how about you? I still haven't seen Black Klansman. I know, I know. So I'm gonna go with Crooklyn. All right. Yep. Yep. You need to get on that Black Klansman. I know it's available on. I think it might be available on HBO or some streaming. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It, is. Okay. it is. Yeah. So definitely get on that as soon as you can. Um, Stuber, what say you? Going with Crooklyn. Okay. Okay. Two for Crooklyn. And uh, Mr. Black. Crooklyn. Yeah. Okay. All right. Three for Crooklyn. Crooklyn. All right. So that makes it three to two because I throw my vote to Black Klansman here. Although as much as I love uh, Crooklyn, um, Black Klansman, definitely, um, definitely worthy of everyone's attention. Uh, it's a powerful Absolutely. feature. Um, and, and if you don't feel something when you see that ending montage, when it shows like the real life footage of the Charlottesville, uh, protest, yep. then I don't know what to tell you, but Crooklyn, Crooklyn is also a beloved classic as well. Um, the, the cast in it is incredible. Um, and, and speaking, and speaking of, uh, Spike Lee joints, um, I absolutely recommend watching the five bloods on Netflix. Oh, bro, that movie's amazing. Yeah. It is amazing. Oh, mm -hmm. oh y'all see it? I just watched it. 
Oh, it's incredible. It's very good. It's beyond good. It's incredible. Yeah. You would you would love it, Stuart. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's an incredible feature, man. Uh, you've seen it too, Carl? No, I oh. heard, but I heard nothing but good about it. Oh man, that's like a strong follow-up to Black Klansman, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and and I love Bro, the Delroy Lindo was on one. <sighs> yeah. Yo, Paul. Yo. <laughs> Yo, like Delroy Lindo, like I was like, man, if he does not, if he doesn't get any nominations for this performance, he then needs to. yeah. Man, he 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 brought his A game and then some in that movie. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Very good. But yeah, The Five Bloods on Netflix. Please check that out if you haven't. Um, but yeah, okay. Crooklyn makes it to the next round here. Uh, next up, we've got two music-themed films. Um, this one's also a, a a tough matchup here. On one hand, we've got Angela Bassett's uh, classic "What's Love Got to Do with It?" in one corner. In the other corner is Richard Towns, or it's Robert Townsend's The Five Heartbeats. Oh, my God. So, uh, let's begin with you, Carl. What do you choose in this matchup? Tina Turner or The Five Heartbeats? I got to go with Duck and Eddie Kane Jr. Five <laughs> Heartbeats. Okay. All right. One, one, one for The Heartbeats. Uh, Aaron, how about you? Yeah, we'll go heartbeats. Okay, two for the heartbeats. Uh, Mr. Black, what say you? Yeah, I got no heartbeats. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go with this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Three for the heartbeats. Uh, Chris. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cast the vote for. Oh my God, dude. Uh. I'm going to give one vote for What's Love Got To Do With It. Okay. All right, one for What's Love Got To Do With It. Um, in that case, uh, I'll also throw another vote for What's Love Got To Do With It. Um, incredible, f- a great film, great performance by Angela Bassett, uh, mm-hmm. Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne, Eat The Cake anime, you know. Um, it's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, it's, it's, def- it's definitely a, a powerful feature. Um Five Heartbeats, not mad at it. Um, it's, it's also a it's also a quality film. Uh, so, but Five Heartbeats wins by one vote, three to two. So Five oh, Heartbeats wow. uh, makes it to the next round in this tournament. Uh, but if y'all haven't seen What's Love Got to Do with It, I don't know why you haven't, but you should, because if you're especially if you're a fan of Angela Bassett and Lawrence Fishburne. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So uh, we've got um, closing out our second round here. Um, we've got a few other matches here. Uh, next up, we've got uh, another Styles Clash. One, we've got uh, the comedy feature from 2009, Michael Jai White's Black Dynamite. Dynamite. Versus Waiting to Exhale. Uh, yeah. What? It's how it worked wow. out. It's how it Who worked did Black out. Black Dynamite beat out last week. Uh, Black yeah. Dynamite beat out Friday last week, aka the. Yeah. yeah, yeah, It beat out the only Friday film that matters. It beat out Friday. Yeah, but yeah, we got Black Dynamite. I think Dyn- you're sleeping on on next Friday. Ne- next Friday's all right. Sleeping on next Friday. N- next Friday's all right, but but Friday's the only one that people need to see, at least in my opinion. Um, <laughs> but uh. 
but yeah, we got Friday. We got Black Dynamite versus Waiting to Exhale. So uh, let's begin with uh with you, Stubert. Uh, what do you choose in this matchup? Anything? <laughs> he's stumped. Yo, he's been struggling all <laughs> the whole tournament. He's been struggling all tournament. Not easy at all. Um, uh, real quick, I'm just reading the comments here. Uh, uh, Gary Threat says, "Who would have thought Cowboy Curtis beats women?" <laughs> yeah, <but. laughs> Lawrence Fishburne and what's love got to do with it? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Black Dynamite or uh, Waiting to Exhale? Or, or, or should we come back to you, uh, Chris, as you mull it I over? I think you'll have to come back to him. Uh, nah, He's nah, struggling I'm good. right now. I'm good. I'm good. I thought, okay. I thought it's connection froze for a second. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm, I'm going Black Dynamite. Okay, all right, one for BD. Uh, what about you, Mr. Black? Um, this is going to be a biased answer, but I got to go with Black Dynamite solely on the cartoon and okay. how much that is super underrated. You can mm. watch right now Adult Swim on demand, but some of the topics that they dealt with, you're looking like, this is hilarious, but it gives like a good like, Damn, I never saw it that way. Like, two of my favorite episodes of Black Dynamite, two of my favorite episodes, is when he fought, um, is when um, Daddy Dynamite came back and mm-hmm. the Kermit, and when the Kermit and him and the team, it basically went for the, um, the, um, the, um, the um, Nation of Islam. That was a two-part, that was a great episode. The second all-time favorite episode with Richard Park Pryor. Mm-hmm. That episode alone, <laughs> it has the most underrated scene ever. There was in jail, let me tell you. There was in jail. And he came in. Everyone was laughing at Richard Pryor. Oh, Richard Pryor's a joke. Everything he's saying about Richard Pryor. Then Black Diamond ended up beating everybody. He picked up Richard Pryor. He said, you know, funny man, I don't um, um, I don't usually pick up guys like this. What's up? And he said that, yo, I just want to be respected. But a few people listen to my message. Like, I'm just happy that they listen. That to me touched me. Mm. So, and the movie was hilarious. How they got everybody that did the cartoon and they didn't take the movie seriously. And come on, man. And the lead actor, I've got his name, slip in my mind. He's just on Black TV. Michael Jai White. Yep. Michael Jai White. He is the most underrated actor. We don't appreciate him in the black cinema. We don't. You know, yeah. he was Tyson. He was Spawn. He, he does so much for the black community. And I got to give him the black dynamite. I have to. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, Michael Jai White definitely deserves uh, much more props and appreciation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so how about how about you, uh, Aaron? What are you choosing this matchup? I'm I'm going Black Dynamite. I think. Okay. It's, it's going across the board here. Yeah. So far we got three for BD. Uh, Carl, how about you? I'm a Michael Jai White fan. I never saw Black Dynamite, but I I'm a Michael Jai White fan. I'm going to go with Black Dynamite. Okay. Yep. This one here is a clean sweep here, too. Uh, Black Dynamite uh, makes it to the, to the next round. Um, I That film was absolutely hilarious. Um, every time I see it, I just I just laugh my ass off because it's, it's, that, it's that damn funny. Um, the, the cast is just... I mean, Tommy Davidson in it, just to see him. Uh, hilarious. Acting a fool. 
Especially that scene where the where the helicopter blows up, and then Black Diamond's like, "Cream corn, no." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yo, that movie is a classic, man. Underrated, super underrated. It is. Man, I'm about to watch it later, man. I can't wait to watch it again tonight. <laughs> it is. De- oh man. Yeah, definitely a quality film right there. So, yeah, Black Dynamite makes it to the next round. Uh, next up, we have two other two features here. Uh, one, we've got Soul Food versus A Soldier's Story. Soul Food versus A Soldier's Story. Uh, Carl, why don't you start us off? What do you got? I'm just going to continue to bet the bet to eat the same food that done killed my grandmother. So, <laughs> oh, my God. The food that killed Big Mama. Soul food gets one vote. All right. Uh, Mr. Black, how about you? I didn't see another movie. I never heard of it before, so soul, soul food. Okay. Yeah, uh, I would say that Social Story is a is definitely a, a classic in black cinema. Um, definitely should check it out. Yeah. That's got What's a great, it called? Uh, a, a soldier story. Soldier story. A soldier story. All right, cool. Yeah, it's got a great it's a cast. Murder yeah, yeah, it's a murder. It's a, it's a murder mystery that takes place on this on this uh, army base, um, mm-hmm. and it features. It's got a great cast. It's got um, Howard, the late Howard E. Rollins. It's got um, let's see, Denzel Washington, David Allen Greer. Uh, what? Yep. Adolf C. The late Adolf, Adolf Caesar. Caesar. Yep. It's a. It's a. You gotta watch it though. Yeah, it's a quality film. Um, all right, so we got two for Soul Food. Uh, Chris, how about you? Going Soul Food, dude. Okay, three for Soul Food. Uh, and Aaron, how about you? I'm going with A Soldier Story. That That's a criminally underrated film. More people definitely need to check it out. So I'm throwing a vote to Soldier Story. Absolutely, yeah. And, um, and for this one, um, I, I got to say that... Uh, Cousin Faith ain't shit, so my vote goes to Soldier Story. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, but but Soul Food does win by one vote, three to two. Um, so Soldier Story is definitely worth checking out, but Soul Food does make it to the next round. Um, it is a, it is a damn shame that they that they still continue to eat the same food that gave Big Mama diabetes and took her leg away from no, her but, and you know yeah. her, her yeah. life. Yeah. But it brought the family together. <laughs> but they could have gotten together over, like, you know, no some. No one learned the lesson. <laughs> Maybe add more greens in there. Like, that. Yeah, you know, more like. veggies. You know, mix it in some, like, like, some fresh fruits and quinoa. I don't know. <laughs> Yogurt. I mean, listen. <laughs> I mean, listen. To Grilled to chicken the... instead of fried chicken. Right. I mean, again, to their excuse, being healthy wasn't a wave back in the day. Like, it wasn't as, like, <laughs> strong and prominent in the black community than how it is right now. And mm-hmm. there was probably one person who ate right out of the whole family. Like, so, I give so yeah. the pass. I gotta yeah. give so the pass for that one. Okay, yeah, fair enough, valid. <laughs> All right, so, so food does make it to the next round. Uh, we've got two more matches here in the second round. Uh, next up, we have the 2012 uh, indie feature, uh, Beasts of the Southern Wild, versus the classic fil- film in black in black cinema with Sidney Poitier, A Raisin in the Sun. So, 
Raising in the Sun versus Beasts of the Southern Wild. So, um, Beasts of the Southern Wild, check that out. Yeah. So yeah, uh, with that, um, let's begin with uh, let's begin with you, Mr. Black. Uh, what what do you what do you got in this contest? I never seen Beasts of the Southern Wild, but I wrote it down on my list. Mm-hmm. But come on, man, Raising the Sun to all our brothers, how to read, be all of us, be that was a requirement in high school. Yes. Or junior high school. So you cannot, come on, man. See the black, come on, man. Like mm-hmm. the struggle that we all been through at our pops spend the money. You know, somebody found like he done spend the money. So, mm-hmm. and Diddy was in there too in the in one the remix. Come on, B. Diddy, <laughs> take that, take that. <laughs> come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah. The Raising the Sun Dog. But I know the other movie's good because you mentioned it. So mm-hmm. I'm writing it down. Beast right. of the Southern, okay. Yep, yep, Beast of the Southern Wild. Okay, so one for Raising in the Sun. Uh, Carl, what do you got in this one? I'll take Raising in the Sun. All right, two for Mr. Poitier. Uh, Chris, what say you? I have to go with my brothers, man. I can't, I can't, I cannot vote for Sydney, Sydney Poitier, man. Come on. All right, all right, three for the Living Legend. Um, and Aaron, how about you? I, I can't go against it. I gotta go. Raising the sun. Mm, indeed. Yep, and I too concur. Uh, I also vote for Raising in the Sun, so that's a sweep there. Um, Raising in the Sun, it, it's a it's a beloved classic, man. I mean, you got Sidney Poitier, you got Ruby D, um, you got Diana Sands, you got Louis Gossett Jr., uh, classic Lorraine Hansberry play. I mean, it, yeah, it, it's, 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 it's cast yeah. says it alone. Yeah, the cast says it alone, and it's required viewing, man. <laughs> and, and and I gotta say, if your teacher assigns it, then hey, give props to your teacher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So that's one for raising in the sun, and then we have our final match in the second round to close it out. We've got that's two. Um, we could keep going if you want. I mean, yeah, beyond this, if y'all if y'all got the time, but you know. Yeah, we can go along there. I would. Yeah, I mean, how about how about how about uh, you guys, uh, pops? Do y'all y'all mind if you if you go beyond the second round for this one? I'm good with it. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. All right. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we will extend this uh, to the next round as well for this episode. But just to close out the second round, we have two of uh, '70s features here. On the one hand, we got that Blaxploitation classic with Richard Roundtree, Shaft, 1971, versus that other 70s classic with Diane Carroll and James Earl Jones, Claudine. So we got Shaft versus Claudine, but there can only be one in this match. So let's begin with uh, let's begin with you, Chris. What do you choose in this matchup here, Shaft or Claudine? Claudine. Hmm, okay. Interesting, interesting. Yep. One for Claudine. Uh, Mr. Black, what say you? Come on, man. I gotta go with a franchise that been with us with, with our pops. I mean, with our grandfather, our pops, and with us. I yep. gotta go with shots, man. Like, come on. Like, mm-hmm. you can't go wrong. Three generations, man. And the last movie, man, they done messed up. Yeah, done messed up with that one. Yeah, come on, dude. <laughs> okay, yeah. So one for Shaft. Uh, Aaron, how about you? 
Going Shaft. Okay. So I didn't even see the last one. <laughs> oh. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Claudine it's is good. very good. Uh, Carl, what say you? Shaft. Okay. Um, this is a tough one for me, too. Um, just think, thinking about it, uh, you know, I'm 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 a, I'm a throw a vote for Claudine. Um, it deserves another vote because uh, it, it it is a it is a classic. Um, definitely an underrated feature in the '70s, in my opinion. But it's got it's also got a great cast: Diane, Diane Carroll, James Earl Jones, Lawrence Hilton Jacobs. Um, it, it's a quality feature that still rings true today. Like that same film could kind of still be made today. All you have to do is change a couple minor things, and you'd still have something just as powerful. Uh, Shaft, the original. Um, for me, that's the best Shaft film. Um, you watch that like from the soundtrack by Isaac Hayes to Richard Roundtree, who had like swag for days, way back then. Um, uh, and also like, and Richard Roundtree, he was kind of cool when he had his appearance in the 2000 Shaft with Samuel L. Jackson. Um, the less said about the latest uh, Shaft movie that came out last year, the better. We don't got to talk about that, you know. It was uh, good. I never saw it. I never it's saw it. It's already cheap. It's already cheap at Walmart. Well, yo, am I the only one who liked it? I, like, I enjoyed it. I like, went to movie theater. I liked it. I didn't mind it. Mm. Yeah, it was good. Like, for what it was, like, personally, like, it was definitely a, a man type of man. Like, like the jokes was on point. They made fun of everybody. It's, 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 not, like, it's not better than the 2000 joint, though. Mm. I mean, come on, man. That class of line, it's my duty to please that booty. Boy, you said that's your girl now. You said that's your girl now. Got instantly wet. Trust me. Trust me. So you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. The new one is good, but the the second one, come on, gave me boss for days, B. And he was in WWE promoting that. And he almost like he was helping Crash Harley. So the second one hold a place in my heart. So you're right. You're right. right. (laughs) All right. So, um, you know, they say, they say Shaft is one bad mother. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Shut Oh, man. All right. But so. He did mess up when he told Aunt Viv that he was in love with her. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Fresh Prince. That's right. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, looking at the comments here. Um, oh, apparently we have a dissenter. Uh, Gary Threat says that Shaft is overrated and that the soundtrack made the movie better than what it was. Oh, okay. Which, wow. which, which, which one? That, uh, he's drinking that hater aid. Yeah, he's referring to the first, the original Shaft. Um, but come on, man! During that time, to see, to see, just to see how powerful that movie was during a time where like we didn't have our own heroes. Like we did it. It was a bunch of white men. The fact that Shaft is the symbol that yes, some people call it black exploitation films, but to us, that's all we have. Mm. So, I can't go against the man that who tried to do it. And during the time, it was taboo for him to have a movie. So to me, it's properly rated. It's mm. like, it's like the Obama fuzz. Like Obama didn't do much, but he's the symbol to to make us dream that high. So Yo, I can't go against it. Mr. Mr. Black, I'm glad that you just added all that in there. So I, I got a question for you because you wasn't What's here up? the last few episodes. What's um, up? What do you think about the Wiz? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, he, 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 oh, he went there. Come on, man! Everybody in that movie right there, just to see the original, like Michael Jackson, when at the moment when like he 
he was like the symbol of black hope. Like he was the thing. Like he literally went through all the beatles with his pops to become the man he was. He was young. He was dark skinned. He loved himself. You know. You had like come on. Oh, so much the name, the songs, like the um, like the whole color schemes, and you felt that he was in the wins with them. Oh, so the, so the film had color schemes and of course. They popped it out of together, right? Of course, of course. <laughs> like, 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 they shot it a certain type of way because that was the way they shot it. But the colors and how, yo, her shoes, her shoes, boy, that red was popping. That red was popping. Like, come on, man. It was just to me. It's Mr. Just Black, so I, like I like your style. <laughs> Mr. Black, <laughs> what's going on here is Vic is a hater. Of the wits. He thinks it's overrated. He didn't like the screens. Listen, listen, listen. Okay, we since we since we go in there. Camera angles. He didn't like the camera angles. What? Listen, since we since we're going there, okay. Alright, listen. Alright, alright. You cannot compare camera angles from like you gotta like what I learned in film is with certain media and certain entertainment, depending when it was made until now, you cannot complain about certain stuff. Certain stuff just out there with the camera angles, but that time it was good for that time. Right now, maybe not so much, but you can't do that. That's not fair. That's not fair. Well, I mean, like 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 I said, like I, like I explained uh, last week, since since y'all since y'all wanted to want to want to blow up the brother's spot, um, like I said, um, like I said, the Wiz. The, oh, it's not blown up yet. We didn't mention the other movie. Like I said, the Wiz, the, the the Wiz, I can understand. Like when I was a kid, I used to like the Wiz. I thought I thought it was a cool film. But then, you know, when I watched it, you know, in in, in relatively recent years, I sat down. I'm like, wow, this is two hours and fifteen minutes long. It does not need to be this long. It is dragging. Like visually, it's nothing but static wide shots, static medium shots, and and, and, and it's not it's not that visually dynamic as you think it is. The the, the music is cool. The cast is cool, but when you're watching it, it's like, man, this is this is actually kind of boring when you when 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 you when, when you're sitting down watching it with a with new without the rose colored glasses. It one the Wiz does not hold a candle to the Wizard of Oz, the original. I'm sorry, it does not. You can't, can't you can't compare the two. I mean, I'll tell you what, the Wizard of Oz, the Wizard of Oz is like is like grilled salmon, all right. Whereas the Wiz is that fish fillet that you get from McDonald's, all right. It's you, wow. no comparison. No comparison. Yeah. You know I expect Play that from somebody named Victor. I expect that. I expect that. I expect that. I expect that. What? <laughs> and I mean, but 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 with that said, you know, like like I understand why people like the Wiz. I mean, I still like the Wiz. I I'm not hating on y'all's endeavors. I'm not hating on y'all's taste. But it's one of those. It's one of those. Uh, old school films that just doesn't hold up as you're as as you get older at least in my opinion this and also the other film that that they were that they were not going to mention oh no 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 we weren't going to mention it we're getting there oh okay i said uh, yeah we didn't mention it yet oh, okay well the, i mean i mean well i mean you might as well say it now i'm listening oh the other film that's trash is one of eddie murphy's worst movies and that's harlem nights <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 
Harlem Knights, I'm, I'm legitimately Harlem Knights is one of Eddie Murphy's worst features. The fact that you know, like I like I like I've said before, Eddie Murphy, one a, a wonderful actor, hilarious comedian, and, and even a talented writer, but a director he is not. The fact that he directed the film, it, it was a bad choice. It was the wrong call. The film. You could tell, like I said, like I said last week, you could tell that the film's funniest moments happened off camera and off the set because that film was just a flimsy excuse to bring all those black legends so that Eddie Murphy can riff off with Richard Pryor and Della Reese and Red Fox. And that was it, just to shoot the shit on camera in costume. That was it, that was that was the only excuse of the film. You know what the, you know the film Harlem Nights is a tax write-off for Eddie Murphy. That's wow. what it was. It was a tax write-off. Wow. The disrespect. <laughs> So disrespectful. Wow. And, 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 I'll, and, I'll and I'll tell you something else. Blasphemous. The whole, the whole time, the whole time I watched Harlem Nights, this is this is me the whole time. <laughs> so clearly you just don't like comedy. That's what you're telling me. <laughs> clearly. Clearly. So you just don't like, you just don't like the laugh. That's what you're saying? Like, clearly. who hurt you, man? I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry, like, but... Who hurt you? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what hurt me. Harlem Nights, I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this, like... Like you, you, you could put you put Harlem Nights Show in this. Show me on the doll where Eddie Murphy hurt you. L listen, I'm, I'm, I, I, I hate I hate to be the one to break the to break it down to, to break it down to y'all, but you 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 put Harlem Nights in the same unfortunate class as Pluto Nash, as Norbit, as Meet no, Dave, as The Haunted Mansion, as no, any one of fine. as any one of Eddie Murphy's worst movies. It's Harlem Nights is there. Harlem Nights is there. I put Coming to wow. America ahead of Harlem Nights, Boomerang, Nundy Professor 1, Bowfinger. Bowfinger was way, way funnier than Harlem Nights, and that's an underrated feature. Um, hell, I'll even put Showtime on there with Robert De Niro, and I haven't even seen Showtime. Did you um, say Bowfinger? Yeah, Bowfinger was – yeah, with Steve wow. Martin. That was a funny film. That was underrated. Bowfinger was wow. underrated. It is underrated. I wouldn't put yeah. it over Harlem Nights. Harlem Nights. Over Harlem Nights, no, Nights no, yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. Cut the show. I can't put Bowfinger over Harlem Nights. That's nah, oh, it's that's, easy. that's a whole Harlem new Harlem level of disrespect. Like I've seen Harlem Nights literally this year during the quarantine, and I was laughing hysterically. Now, one point, I didn't feel I was offended. I just felt as a bunch of old heads, probably like reminiscing about the old time, better time that you went to the back alley. Bought me, and after that, what I did knock you out. That's hilarious. These are stories that you hear your grandfather telling, like your um, your uncles telling. To me, the fact that I saw it on the screen is a classic. And how it was shot, how you felt the seriousness of it, like like it makes sense. The story wasn't BS. Like it was a typical like, damn, we gotta do, what we have to do. Like so, you're saying this. They say you saying this. if you do like Call of Nights. Right. Do you like what's name? Um, um, Dolomite. No, no, um, the the one you had on Netflix. Oh, um, Dolomite is my name. Dolomite. Yes. Yeah. Dolomite. Oh, that was, that was like good. that one. Yeah, that was a good film. That's basically the same same like premise. Like, no. He got a whole bunch of all star, whole bunch of people that he loved. It was hilarious, and they was basically that's what Eddie Murphy does. Like get a whole bunch of people and put them in movies. So that's basically the formula. No, well, the difference oh. is. Well, Boomerang, the come on, B. Boomerang is hilarious. I like Boomerang. That's way funnier than Harlem Nights. When the last time I saw Harlem Nights? Maybe ask you that. The last time I saw Harlem Nights, it was like uh, three years ago. You know what? You probably was going through something. You know, <laughs> <a breakup. laughs> something like that. 
my breakup. So he probably was angry. Somebody who remind me of somebody. So suggestion, watch it again, right? Mm-hmm. Be honest. And okay. if you still think it's bad, okay. But three years ago, come on, man. It's different time, dude. Different time. All right, I mean, I'll, I'll be fair. Like, if, if it's available, it's on Netflix. Oh, it's, it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Okay. All right. Yes. Okay. So yeah. Okay. Good to know that Harlem is wasting bandwidth, but I'll I'll, I'll give it a shot. Wow. 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 <laughs> but I'll I'll, I'll 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 give Harlem Nights another shot. To your point, Mr. Black, I'll I'll give it another shot. Three years later, I'll I'll revisit it, and if my opinion changes, I'll I'll definitely let y'all know. But okay. I'm I'm not optimistic about it. Just 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 to let y'all know. Um. Like I, like I said, man, it's it was a Pluto Nash of the eighties. I'm sorry, it was, but Wow. <laughs> this is my this is my cohort. This is my cohort. This but, is what I do. Wow. But Eddie Murphy's made way, Eddie Murphy's made, made way, way better films than that, you know? Hell hell you know what? You know you know what's a better film than Harlem Nights before we move on to the tournament? Holy man, that was a better film. Let's stop. move on to uh hey, stop. Let's move on to the next. Actually, actually, to be fair, I've, I've never seen Holy Man, so I'm just I was just trolling exactly. there. Exactly. There's a reason for that. <laughs> oh, man. No one's seen wow. Holy Man. Yeah, that's that's how low on the total pole that is. That's not even in the two for ten bin. Yeah. That's not even in the two for ten bin. Walmart. Oh man. oh man! But uh, but yeah, man. Uh, let's let's keep it going in this uh, Black Cinema right. tournament. Um, so what's next? Yep, we're actually gonna move to the to the third round here. Uh, we've got some interesting matchups, uh, tougher uh, uh, than 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 the previous ones, and the other, previous ones were pretty pretty tough as well. Uh, the next matchup here, we've got Malcolm X versus Boys in the Hood. Malcolm X versus Boys in the Hood. Two classics, but there can only be one to make it to the quarterfinals. So. What do y'all say, gentlemen? Uh, let's begin with uh, Carl. What do you say in this contest? Malcolm or Doughboy? Mal- Boys in the Hood. Okay. One, got one for Furious Styles. Just uh, one there. Uh, Aaron, how about you? Uh, oh, man. Yeah. Do you, do, you need, do you need a little time to marinate on it? Yeah, give me some time. Okay, all right. <laughs> give me some time, man. Okay. Uh, Mr. Black, what about you? Don't get me wrong. They both amazing movies, you know. But I have to give to, to Malcolm X for two reasons why. The okay. fact that Ricky's a damn running back. A running back. And he didn't think to just zigzag, hide... <laughs> None of that. Like, you ain't dodging a like, bullet. <laughs> like, I'm just saying that. You can be sitting like, I'm fast. Dog, I mean, if someone pulls out your a brother, shotgun, you're not going to be saying, running routes. Like, you're just trying to. I'm just saying that you dug. Your brother is a hood brother. I know he taught you some stuff. Dog, none of that. I'm like, come on, guy. And how you die, I'm like, come on, D. Like, for Malcolm X, because to see the evolution of a black man. Mm. from being, like, just having very rocky upbringings, you know, still trying to find himself, going to jail, but being, like, a pro-black at everything, and then his word got shattered after the minister was doing everything he said, he was preaching, he was doing the opposite, 
he went he went back um finally realized that oh shoot like i cannot hate somebody that who's actually trying to do good and there's muslim people black or white and then the um uh, being like a muslim is more than your skin complexion that's what i took from it and the fact that he said that i was spitting lines that michael never said they felt the spirit of michael had come on him and the fact that he got robbed and not get an oscar mm. not get an oscar yeah i gotta go with that i gotta go with don't be wrong there's nothing wrong with boys in the hood I, that's obviously one of my favorite movies both of them but malcolm x journey of a black man Tell him, tell him on screen, and you didn't realize how long it was. When well, mm. you got the runtime, was so long. Come on, dude, classic. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like that movie's like uh, three hours and ten minutes long, but it doesn't. It, it doesn't. Look, it doesn't feel like. Nah. But oh, yeah. nowadays that's just a typical superhero movie. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh man. Okay, so we got one. All right, one for New Jack. I mean, not one. For, one for Boys in the Hood. One for Malcolm X. Uh, Chris, how about you? Malcolm X. What? Another from Malcolm X. Uh, Aaron, have you made a decision? Yeah, I have. I think I'm going to go Malcolm X. I mean, it's... He was just believable from the start of that movie. When he's red, you believe him as red. And then when he's Malcolm X, when he joins the nation, you believe him there. And then when he has his... When he makes his pilgrimage and he doesn't believe in the same ideologies anymore, like, he's... He becomes... Malcolm X, like we were saying earlier, when he's giving those speeches, you don't see Denzel Washington. You mm. see Malcolm X on screen. Yeah. I, yeah, I gotta go. Even though I, I love Boys in the Hood. We all do. We all do. Mm. And it hurts me to make this decision, but I gotta go Malcolm X. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for all the reasons that y'all outlined, um, I also choose Malcolm X in this round. Um, you know, And Boys in the Hood is a classic too, but you know, Malcolm X is definitely one of one of Spike Lee's best films, one of Denzel Washington's nice. best films, um, and man, like, it's just an incredible film. It is a true classic. Um, looking at the comments here, uh, Gary Threat says, "Get your hand out my pocket." Um, also, also in reference to Boys in the Hood, he said that Ricky didn't even hit the triangle button for the spin move. I mean, <laughs> First of all, it's circle. <laughs> you can't outrun a shotgun shell. I'm sorry. You just exactly. can't. <laughs> you're not winning that race with a bullet. Like, it's not happening. Unless you're the Flash. He had a chance to line No, no, no. The fact that he had a chance to line up, you know, press the, press the L2 button to line up his sights. <laughs> come on. Come on. Come on. That was Ricky Paul. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, uh, Brother Malcolm makes it to the uh, one of the quarterfinals. Um, next up, we've got two films here. Uh, one, we've got uh, the, the classic Eve's Bayou versus Black Panther. Eve's Bayou versus Black Panther, y'all. So, uh, you know, let's begin with, uh, with Stubert here. What do you got in this contest? I already know what he's going to say. What you got? No, you don't. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going Black Panther. <laughs> okay, okay. One for T'Challa. All right. Uh, Mr. Bird, what say you? Kind of bad, man. Okay. Two for Team Vibranium. Uh, Mr. Black. Come on, man. Black Panther, dog. Okay. All right, all right. And uh, Aaron. Black Panther. Wow. 
Wow. Okay. All right. Um, I'm guess I'm I'm gonna have to be the lone vote for Eve's Bayou. Um, because, you know, I mean, nothing against Black Panther. I mean, it is it is, in my opinion, the best MCU film. But uh, Eve's Bayou. Um, but I keep saying it because it's, because it, it, I'm sorry, but it is. But um, it, it, like I said, it goes above and beyond the bare minimum requirements of an MCU film. Don't don't, because, don't buy stupid. He's a yo you. Hater, you so. I, I literally hate to say that. Like seriously, is a hater. You a hater. No, listen. You I'm, a hater. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up, hold up, brother. Hold up. So he's on the team here. Right? <laughs> we are on the team, but you know, you know what it is. First of We've all, had a discussion many times. Well, wait a minute. All I'm saying is, why is... I didn't say it's not a good film. I just said, why is it the best Marvel film to Vic? That's what I want to know. Okay. Oh, that's, oh. oh, that's simple. That's easy. I can see why. It's simple. Yeah. Because you got to look at um, cultural, like how much it impacts the culture. Mm. Like when something can impact the culture, go, go beyond their audience, become mainstream, that's it. Like that's their, that is their for, for, for like for like wrestling reference. Black Panther is their John Cena. Black Panther is their Hogan. Black Panther is their Stone Cold. That went went beyond that. So mm. that's why, like don't be wrong. Like as far as like personally, the best movie I have to say is out of all of them is it's kind of like comparing Biggie and Tupac. Like you respect Biggie, like he has bars, straight up bars. But Tupac is the one that you go to, like, you're going to hear something back. Damn, he, he is like, he's like, he's like beyond the music. But to me, I have to say Civil War. Like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> Civil War is the best one. Action, story, got into it. it like, the fact that they're able to um, weave every single character effort to introduce them. Um, they had Spider-Man. Come, come on. To me, that's the best one. But Black Panther, honestly, why... To you is the best one. It makes perfect sense because culture-wise, it influenced everybody across the world, and yeah. it made Google amount of money, stupid yeah, money, stupid oh, yeah. money. If, 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 if Infinity War and Endgame, that was just like you can't. Okay, it's hard to close. Hmm. Yeah, it's, hard oh, to it's close. all about that third act. It was like Game of Thrones. Sons of Anarchy, which was a decent ending, but I'm just saying, it's hard to close. Endgame and Infinity War, just probably the one movie. And Infinity War, the bad guy won, and yeah. you still left the movie theater Loved it. with joy. Yeah. Infinity War, Dang. I think Infinity War is the better movie. Endgame finished it. You felt it. Vic, I bring this up every time. You cried watching it. I did. You cried when we reviewed it on the podcast. Yeah. Tear it up. Look, so, I, I, I'll give y'all that. He's, yeah. Yeah. And the yeah, way Endgame just brought 11 years, 22, 21 movies, full circle, mm-hmm. and end on the high note that it did, you I cannot know. deny it. I, I still got to cast it. You know what? I, I still got to cast the vote, man. I still got to cast the vote for uh, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, dude. Like, mm. I love Winter Soldier. I'm yeah. just not denying it, but just uh, Infinity you War. Put, and, wait, 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 wait. I you, put, you put um, um, Winter 
Winter Soldier over Infinity War? Yeah. Winter Soldier. I see why. Yo, that's 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 a good movie, dude. Like seriously. It is. No, 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 Watch this. No, 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 no. You can, you can take that you can take that film out of Marvel and make it like a spy movie. It still movie. holds this up. Is good. Like, like for the same reason, I think Black Panther is good. Like it transcends the genre. So does Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, it's more than just a superhero Captain America movie. It's it's a spy thriller. That's what it is. Yeah, that that movie is good, dude. Um, yeah, I, I, like I have to give it that. Like, I have to give it that. Like, I know we, yeah. I know we completely derailed this tournament. <laughs> oh no, it's fine. No, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting aside. Yeah, you know, you know, y'all, y'all, y'all have some compelling reasons, you know, for for your picks there. Um, but I, but I, I will say a final point is that Black Panther overcomes a common problem that all MCU films had up until that point and since, and that Black Panther actually has a memorable soundtrack it has a memorable score um the other mcu films suffer greatly uh, apart from the avengers theme can you think of any other music theme that sticks out in your mind portals you, you, you really can't yeah portals portals winter soldier yeah tomorrow morning okay when you're getting ready to like go to work or something mm-hmm. yeah that gets you listen in. to portals it's on the uh, Endgame soundtrack. It was to know okay. all right I'll, i will keep that in mind uh but um but uh amazingly uh black panther uh makes it to uh the quarterfinals okay i uh i did not expect it to make it this far let's move on to the next uh uh turn next uh, round here yeah but um uh, but uh but our, our next matchup here we've got two comedies here one we've got uh, Brown Sugar versus Coming to America, aka Eddie Murphy's best film. Uh, so, uh, Carl, I already know what your pick is, so why don't you share it, with us? It, it's Coming to America. It's it's on the wall. Yep. It's my all time favorite movie. Mm-hmm. Mine's too. Mine's too. Uh, Mine's too. Okay, so that's uh, you also vote for Coming to America, Mr. Black? Come on, man. Jamaica State is 
where you go, you have money, and you're basically a black person. When you have money, you go to Jamaica and stay. That's where, like, you see, like, those, like, mansion. Matter of fact, you saw Belly? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember the scene where they went to, um, they went to DMX house, Keisha house, and how, um, Niles living up there? Those, those how, that's how the atmosphere feel up there. Like, you're going to see those big houses and everything. Like, so, you got to have money, money, money to live in Jamaica Estates. And the fact that you saw a successful black man, dark-skinned man, doing it. He was a single dad taking care of two girls. Come on, man. Like, you can't go wrong with that, man. You can't go wrong with an all-star cast. Man. That's the best. That's the best. That this country America will win the tournament. I know so. I know <laughs> in my heart. I know. Oh, this next He's round going to hurt. Oh, we, this we, next round going hurt. Oh, we still have a ways to go, but we shall see. It's got a good chance. Okay, so that's two for coming to America. Uh, Stubert. Oh, it's the third, third, three votes for uh, Randy Watson and, and sexual chocolate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that book is All right, so uh, Aaron, uh, what's your vote? To America. This matchup it wasn't really fair to Brown Sugar. It, no, yeah, it really wasn't. No. It it wasn't. Um, but it, it just it unfortunately had to go head up against uh, against it. But I too also vote for coming to America. Um, you got you got to vote for uh, you know, Jackson Heights own. You know, you know him on yep. as Joe the Policeman on That's My Mama. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Randall Watson, yes. That boy good. Mm-hmm. Boy good. That boy good. That boy can sing. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. Oh, <laughs> but all right, so McDowell's makes it to the quarterfinals in this tournament. Um, but big ups to Brown Sugar because that is a quality film. Uh, next up, we've got a Barbershop going head-to-head. Against Love Jones, Barbershop versus wow. Love Jones. So, with that said, um, let's begin with you, uh, Mr. Black. What say you? Who's the winner? They both good choices. Both good choices. Love Jones told me how to mack on a girl. You know, Barbershop told me my ownership, owning my own. And always helping out your fellow man. That's what you can. That's what you can to help out your fellow man. Open a barber shop. And the fact that that another um, beauty, um, beauty shop was failing, it came together. It was. Damn. Yeah, because like I think about it. Okay. All right. We'll come back to you on that one. Uh, Carl, what is what say you? Honestly, because of Mr. Blacks. Sentiments. Mm-hmm. I gotta go barbershop. Okay. Okay. One for barbershop. Still uh, shouldn't be, don't be, it shouldn't be. Don't be a medicine. Damn coin. Yeah. <laughs> that was the coin That was the chance. Yeah. No, that was the chance. <laughs> oh, I'm mad at that one. All right. Uh, Aaron, what say you? I mean, I I've been rooting for it the whole tournament. I'm I'm going love Jones. Okay. All right. This one for Love Jones. Uh, Stubert, what you got? Sentiments exactly. I'm going for Love Jones. Okay. Another one for Love Jones. And Mr. Black, have you arrived at a decision? Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Okay. Like, I'm so glad. Okay, so we've got, you've got a two for Barbershop, two for Love Jones, so I'll be the deciding tiebreaker. Um, Barbershop is, is, a, is a hilarious film. I really enjoy that film. Um, I, it's one of those comedies that you can watch uh, often, and it, it's still funny every single time. Um, but my heart has to go with Love Jones in this match because it is a criminally underrated film. Um, more people need to see it. Um, it's one of those films that should be talked about. And it's also a, a shame that the director of that film, uh, Theodore Witcher, never made another feature since then. That was his one and only movie, um, which is weird because uh, he had real talent. Um, but but yeah, was, nevertheless, Love Jones, um, that's a film I'm, I'm going to champion. So it's going to make it to the quarterfinals of this tournament. But... Big ups to Barbershop because it did fight the good fight, unlike uh, some other films I could I can mention this tournament, but I won't. Don't don't do it. Let it go. Let it go. I'm gonna let it be. I'm gonna let it be. Uh, next match here, we have the film that, to my dismay, upset Moonlight, set it off, and set it off is a good film. Not 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 saying that it isn't. I'm just saying Moonlight's a better film. But set it off versus Dope. We got set it off versus dope. So that's tough. That is that's that is. tough. So with that, uh, let's see. Let's begin with uh with you, uh, Chris. Uh, what do you choose in this uh, contest? I still gotta go with dope. Dope. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you got one for dope. Um, let's see, Mr. Black. I'm going with dope. Dope. Okay, two for dope. Uh, Aaron. I'm going with dope. We made Bitcoin popular before it was popular. Dope. It, it, it kind of did, yeah, it did. And uh, Mr. Bird. Can I just say that you can make a YouTube video alone with just cringes that happen at every match? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can. Yeah. No, yeah, but no, I'm gonna go with dope. I'm gonna go with dope. Okay. It's more relatable to me than than uh, set it off was. Okay. Although I still stand by my statement that Queen Latifah's death scene was one of the most underrated death scenes ever. Yeah. Yeah. She, Facts. Yeah. She she went out like a G. Um. Yeah. I'm a, I'm also go with dope in this one, so it's a clean sweep. Um, set it off. It it is it is a it is a beloved uh, '90s classic. Uh, but dope has so many good elements for it, from the soundtrack, the cast, the setting, um, and, and just some some weirdly hilarious moments. Like the also like the one scene that was that was kind of funny but yet menacing at the same time is where uh, Shamik Moore's character meets a uh, Roger Roger Gwenver Smith's uh, character in his office, and he's like he's yeah. he's basically subtly implying that he is a big time drug dealer but he's not saying it outright and he's just basically yeah. subtly flexing like i can do a lot of damage if it goes yeah. one way <laughs> and it, it was like it was like a meeting a mob boss and you know, like you have to act accordingly but it was good it was good but yeah but yeah um but yeah uh big ups to set it off but dope does does uh, sweep this round and it does make it to the quarterfinals here uh, next matchup, we've got two 90s uh, uh, classics in black cinema. We've got Spike Lee's Crooklyn versus 
the five heartbeats. So, um, wow. Yeah. So, why don't we begin with uh, Mr. Black? What do you got for this matchup here? I'm sitting with my guns here. I'm going with Crooklyn. You okay. can't. Like, the fact that they showed the Knicks winning the championship in that movie, yeah, that was a special <laughs> place. Yeah, I'm going with Crooklyn. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, one for Crooklyn. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, Carl, what do you what do you got? Uh, I got us off the strength of the soundtrack. Crooklyn. Hmm. Indeed. Yeah, Crooklyn has a quality soundtrack. Oh. Yeah. Quality is putting it light. That that soundtrack is off the hook. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Stylistics. People make the world go round as the opening theme. Oh. Yeah. Um. Uh. Chris. Uh. What do you got? Got to think about it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, Aaron, how about you? I'm going five heartbeats. Okay. Showing some love to Eddie King. Eddie King Jr. Okay. Okay. Yeah, one for five heartbeats. Uh, for me, um, for this one, I'm going to go with Crooklyn. Uh, so I'm going to cast my vote for that film. Uh, and uh, Stubert, how about you? I'm going with five heartbeats, too. Five heartbeats, okay. All right, so looking at this, uh, Five Heartbeats has two votes. Crooklyn has three. So uh, by a slim margin, Crooklyn does make it to the to the next round. Uh, but Five Heartbeats is uh, is an enjoyable film nonetheless. I love, it. I love that movie. Yeah. All right. So next matchup here um, in the second round, we've got <laughs> we've got another another Styles clash here. We've got Black Dynamite versus soul food <laughs> black dynamite versus soul food so uh let's begin with uh you aaron uh what do you choose in this contest black dynamite okay oh, wow yeah. yeah i'm going black dynamite yeah all right all right black dynamite uh chris how about you going soul food Okay, wow, okay, soul food, all right, all right. Uh, Mr. Black, what say you? I'm going Black Diamond, Okay. I'm going Black Diamond. Okay, two. Hey, this is hard. Yeah. yeah. We told you, we tried to warn you, brother. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it just gets harder. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, who else? Uh, Carl, how about you? Off the strength of those babyface songs, I'm going to go soul food. <laughs> okay. Wild Stone, Silly Force. That, that, that song was fine. All right. All right. We got, got, it was. All right. We got two for Soul Food. We got two for Black Dynamite. Um, for this one, um, I do like Soul Food, uh, but I do have to go with Black Dynamite on this one. Uh, yes. Black, Black Dynamite is just absolutely hysterical um it doesn't feature a uh, food that actually killed the patriarch of a family so <laughs> so it has points for that <laughs> um uh but but yeah um you know black black dynamite is oatmeal and soul food is just mere grits so black dynamite makes it to the next round uh, that's another upset right there. <laughs> they always say them little shots, man. <laughs> 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 they yeah. so casually like, 
you don't know where he's gonna say it. He's just saying so casually and loud. <laughs> oh, he, take, he takes his jab though. Dick, Dick is petty. Dick's petty game is just is just like the black population on June 14th. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. We don't need to go into detail, but y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah, so yeah, BD makes it to the to the next round. Uh, next up, we've got two classics here. Um, we've got 1961's A Raisin in the Sun versus 1971's Shaft. Oh, wow. That's so, That's yeah. tough. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's boy, face boy, is switched up. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, this this Ooh. this one'll this one'll definitely uh this one will definitely uh, test your resolve here. So with that, uh, let's begin with you, Carl. Uh, what do you choose? Do you choose Richard Roundtree or Sidney Poitier? Shaft. Okay. Okay. Okay, one for John Shaft. Uh, Mr. Black, how about you? I have to go Raising the Sun oh. just for the strength that it literally help a lot of young black men read and mm. young black girls read across different generations. So, yeah, yeah, just solely on the fact that like it exceeded the, um, the cinema and went to literature. Well, it first started literature and how talent schools took trips to see, to see The Raising of the Sun, how that story can be told throughout every generation. Yeah, I got to go Raising the Sun. Okay. Okay. Indeed, indeed. Um, this one's for Raising the Sun. Uh, Aaron, how about you? Oh, man, this is tough. I mean, yeah. I'm going to go Shaft just for on the strength of if that movie fails, we don't get so many great like, exploitation films. Like, hmm. it kind of yeah. legitimized the black exploitation genre so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go shaft yeah okay two for shaft uh let's see stubert have you made a decision yeah um i'm going with a raisin and sun listen the strength of sydney portier alone like he's one of the greatest jewels of acting that we got as african-americans man like and absolutely it's not even African American. He's just one of the best actors. He's of one of the, he's one of the the jewels of acting. Period. Absolutely, man. I I can't go wrong with Sidney Poitier. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um. So yeah, we have two for Reason in the Sun, two for Shaft. So once again, I gotta break it, break up the tie. Uh, they're both they're both classics. They're both influential in different ways. Um, they're both essential viewing, but there can only be one winner in this match. And with that. I'm gonna have to go with the raisin in the sun on this one. Um, it's it, it's a it's a classic film. Uh, it's uh, it's it, it's just a film that still rings true to this day. Um, you know the, the old the old saying goes: the more things change, the more they stay the same. Um, especially like, like if you you know look at the history of like uh, redlining and blockbusting and how you know how how black folks were priced out or actively blocked from 
moving in, moving or integrating in, into good neighborhoods. Um, and you see this one family, you know, they're just, they just, they just want to, they just want to live. And yet, mm-hmm. and yet, you know, they run into like that friend, quote unquote, friendly, friendly racism. Um, it's, it, it, it's, it's definitely interesting and it's definitely still rings true, but yeah. Racing in the sun uh, makes it to the next round here. And let me see what's before. And with that, uh, we are in the, uh, oh, we are in, um, We've got we've got four stellar matches here, so we're almost at the at the finals of this tournament. Um, so, as as we move on, these these matches these matches are tough. These are these are these are perhaps even tougher than what than what's come before. So if y'all ready, <laughs> if y'all ready, I, I got that heat for y'all as we as we uh, bring this tournament uh, to its conclusion. In the one corner here for this next matchup, there can only be one winner. We have Spike Lee's Malcolm X, boom, versus Marvel's Black Panther. <laughs> we got Malcolm X versus Black Panther in this quarterfinals rep match. And there can only be one. So decide decide wisely, gentlemen. So with that... uh. Mr. Bird, do you have a decision here? I do. Okay. That's Black Panther. Okay. Okay. One for, one for Black Panther. The movie had white kids want that movie had white kids wanted to be Black Panther probably. It did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, Aaron, what say you in this matchup? This one's definitely gonna hurt. Uh, I got, I gotta go Malcolm X. Okay, yeah, one for Brother Malcolm. Uh, Mr. Black. Um, he may not won the the award, but I'll make sure that Black Panther, I mean not Black Panther, Malcolm X is gonna win this one. Malcolm X. Okay. I'm making sure of it. All right, Malcolm X gets gets another vote. Uh, Chris Stubert, what say you in this match? Yo, man, you, Carl, I can't lie. You you definitely put it out there when you told me that white kids are trying to wear Halloween costumes. That's, they were. That's crazy, but I'll tell you one better. I was in high school, dude, and all my teachers was white. And I'll tell you this right now. Yo, my one teacher made sure that the first movie that we all watched, and she made the all white kids watch it too, was Malcolm X, dude. Mm. And she put us, she put us all on, dude. Seriously, I can't. Man. Hey, I, I'm yeah. not even knocking it. Mm, okay. Mm. Yeah. And Denzel, he had a, he had one heck of a performance. Mm. He definitely deserved an award for it, man. I'm, I got to go Malcolm X. Okay. Yeah, one for Malcolm X. And uh, and with that, um, I also go for Malcolm X in this matchup as well. Um, you know, Black Panther, Black Panther put up a good fight. It fought the good fight, but. Yeah. But, it is. Yeah, but but Malcolm X is the stronger of the two films. Um, uh, like I said, uh, like I said, uh, Black Panther, um, Black Panther uh, goes above and beyond uh, what's required of an MCU film. But Malcolm X is not only a powerful uh, uh, film in its own right, but it's also a powerful uh, biopic. It's a powerful performance by Denzel Washington. Um, it's it's a film that 
that like like for me like it also holds a special place in my heart because like i've never learned about malcolm x when i was in like high school like malcolm x was like my first exposure into learning who the man was and then i did then i did a lot of research about the man uh, after the fact and and yeah malcolm x is definitely an essential essential film uh, from an educational standpoint alone so so yeah uh, as inspirational as black panther is creatively I got to go with Malcolm X on this one. So Malcolm X does make it to the uh, semifinals. And so it's, it is one of the final four uh, that's going to compete in the final four. But, uh, fun but, fact. Sorry, to inter- sorry to interrupt, but fun yeah. fact. Denzel Washington's mother was good friends with Betty Shabazz. Oh, really? Wow. Mm. I did not know that. Hmm. Wow. Wow. I didn't know that either. Wow. That, that actually adds another layer to his performance then. Yeah. I guess he's drawing a lot from it. Yeah, so yeah, Malcolm Actually, X. another fun fact, um, Malcolm X's daughter teaches at a college in um, St. John College in New York, yeah. So, that's another fun fact. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Yeah, so, so yeah, uh, Black, so yeah, Malcolm X makes it to the semifinals as one of the final four. Uh, next matchup here, now this one's a tough one. We've got Eddie Murphy's best comedy coming to america versus oh, versus the underrated love jones oh my god coming to america versus love jones which film will make it to the final four uh let's begin with uh you chris uh what say you love jones or coming to america to america okay okay one for coming to america one for zamunda uh mr black how, how about you coming to america my favorite movie of all time <laughs> okay okay uh aaron how about you i've been rooting for love jones this whole tournament mm-hmm. but i gotta go coming to america oh okay all right all right and uh carl i think i know what your answer is He's your queen to me. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Love Jones, salute to that film. Um, it did put up a heck of a fight. And if y'all haven't seen it out there, please do. But Coming to America is one of the final four participants. So it, it has made it. It's it was a it was a hard, long, hard fought match, a uh, road for that film, but the right Eddie Murphy film made it to the final four, so I will say that. <laughs> wow. Um, that's a subtle no. petty. That's, that's what he is. He's subtle petty. <laughs> oh, uh, man. So, yeah, uh, Coming to America uh, defeats Love Jones um, and makes it to the final four. Uh, next up, we've got, ooh, ooh, this one. This one, I'm interested in y'all's votes for this one. Dope versus Crooklyn. Oh. Dope versus Crooklyn. Yeah, I feel like I need a, like like the Jeopardy theme song because this requires a little thought. So, um, let's begin with uh, with you, Aaron. Uh, what do you have a do you have a vote for this one? Damn. Uh... <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, Crooklyn. I didn't say anything. Oh okay. Uh... 
but yeah, that's that's what I was leaning towards. I think, yeah, I'm going to go Crookland. Okay. All right, one for Crookland. That hurt. Yeah, it's a tough one. Uh, uh, Carl, how about you? Spike Lee did not take a shot with a broom to the ear from a little girl just to be just to be snubbed. He's I gotta go Crookland. Okay, okay, that's two. Probably um, didn't make sense, but I just needed an excuse to bring up that scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mr. Black, how about you? Um, Crooklyn is my least favorite out of the Spike Lee joint, so I gotta go with Dope. Okay. Oh. Went for Dope. Um, Stubert, sounds like you were deep in thought. Have you arrived at a <laughs> Have you arrived at a, at a decision? Vic, I have not arrived at any decision. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you said so deep and though I really think that it soon freezes up. Um All right, so that leaves it's up to me then to for the for the lone tiebreaker. This is a tough one for me, and Jesus, damn! I, I I was hoping I was hoping it would have to be a tiebreaker here. Um, I think I did that on purpose. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't I didn't want the responsibility. <laughs> um, oh, you passed the buck. Oh, I, I see what you did there. Okay, all right. Um, you know, Crooklyn, it's, it, it's, it's a really good feature, man. Um, it, it's, it's one of those great childhood films that, that still holds up, um, uh, from the cinematography to the soundtrack, um, Delroy Lindo and Alfre Woodard are, were incredible as the parents. Um, but, but also dope, dope is just, I mean, it lives up, it lives up to its title. Um, I, it's, it's just such a fresh original, uh, feature, um oh my gosh like i i could see dope being being for being a film like for current generation of younger viewers as crooklyn was for our generation when we were kids um but you know what i i think i think i think i'm gonna have to go with the new here so i'm gonna actually have to give this to dope i'm gonna give this one to wow. dope. yeah wow. so so it was hard but dope actually mad at it. yeah so you know, Crooklyn, Crooklyn put up a good fight too. It, 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 it traveled yeah. a far road, but Dope is actually one of the final four here. So I'm gonna go with Dope in this one. Uh, and another another film to round out the final four. Another matchup. We've got Black Dynamite versus A Raisin in the Sun. Oh. Got Michael Jai. Test the morals, gentlemen. Black Dynamite, you got Michael Jai White versus Sidney Poitier. Ruby D versus Sally Richardson Whitfield. What y'all got? Oh my gosh. So we begin with uh let's begin with you, Carl. What say you in this contest? Raising in the sun. Okay. 
one for Raisin. Uh, Aaron, how about you? As much as I was like like Dynamite to make it to the Final Four, mm-hmm. I, I got to go with like cinematic royalty. I got to go Raisin in the Sun. Okay. That's two. Uh, Mr. Black, how about you? I'm thinking about the kids, so I'm raising the sun. Okay. Okay. Three for raisin. Uh, Stuber. That's four. Um, you know what? Salute to BD, but I too will also go for raisin in the sun for the final four. Um, it is it is black cinema royalty and essential viewing, but black dynamite. Yeah. Yeah, but Black Dynamite is absolutely hilarious. And for those who haven't seen it, <laughs> you, you gotta see it. Um, but yeah, uh, gentlemen, I'm surprised Black Dynamite made it this far. To be honest with you, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, if, if you, I mean... yeah, if, if you if you look at the films that Black Dynamite beat in this tournament, it beat Friday, it, <coughs> it, it beat Soul Food. Um, damn, it wasn't an easy road for Black Dynamite. Shout out to Black Dynamite. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. And like I said, any film that features Richard Nixon in, as, as the final boss in, in, in any film <laughs> definitely deserves your attention. But yeah. Uh, but gentlemen, we have our final four, and we are almost down to determine our ultimate winner. So uh, in one corner uh, for this matchup, this contest scheduled for one fall, uh, one, we, fall. <laughs> one fall! One fall! <laughs> um, we have in one corner Malcolm X versus A Raisin in the Sun. Woo! Two classics, two monumental ah. features in black cinema. But once again, gentlemen, in a tournament filled with tough choices, there can only be one winner. So let's begin with uh, let's begin with uh, Mr. Black. Do you have a do you have a choice here? Yes. Um, I'm going Malcolm X because the white man hate him so much mm-hmm. to the point where they don't teach us much about him until recent years. Because you really think about it. growing up, I, I heard that I it was. Dr. King and Malcolm X, you learned so much about Malcolm, I mean, Dr. King. Recent years, we had to do our own research when it comes to Malcolm X. And the fact that you said that my teacher made a point to show us this movie, and A Raising the Sun is, don't get me wrong, a good, a good literature, so is Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. So they both are teaching, they, they're, they're, like, they're like both teaching the masses. And for a person, for people that who may not like reading, if you watch the movie, that pretty much is a good clip for notes to the book. So mm-hmm. it, they, they both go hand in hand. So Spike Lee's my favorite director. Mm-hmm. I already killed Crooklyn. I got go with Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. Okay. Indeed, indeed. One for Malcolm. Uh, Chris, how about you? Um, I'm a... Wow. <laughs> okay. It's tough. 
Yeah. I'm st okay, I'm going to go with a Raisin in the Sun. Okay. All right. Raisin in the Sun. Uh, yeah, it, it is tough. It is tough. <laughs> uh, Aaron, do you have a decision here? Yeah. <laughs> I do. I, I'm, I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight with that decision, but <laughs> I, I got it. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go Malcolm X. Okay. Go for Malcolm X and uh, Mr. Bird. Malcolm. Mm, okay. Right. Uh, yeah, that's uh, three to one, and with my vote, that makes it four to one. So, Malcolm X uh, makes it to the finals. So that was a hard decision. They're both classics, yeah. but Malcolm X is a monumental film, man, and yeah, I, I just I just got to go with that one. Um, but Sidney Poitier, man, it deserved to be in the final four. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, next matchup here, uh, this decision should be a little easier for y'all. We've got in one corner, Dope, and in the other corner, Coming to America. So, uh, Carl, what do you got? Coming to America. All right. You already know where he's going. Poster <laughs> uh, <laughs> on the wall, like you, <laughs> you're not gonna go against him. Yeah, uh, uh, Mr. Black, how about you? Come to America, all time favorite movie. Okay, uh, Stuber. The struggle is real. Yes. Yes, it is. We'll come to America. Okay. And Aaron. Coming to America. All right. And, yeah, it's a clean sweep here. So coming to America gets my vote. And so, gentlemen, uh, that brings us to an interesting final matchup for this Black Cinema Tournament. Uh, uh, so we've got... Spike Lee's Malcolm X in one oh. corner, 1992, versus 1988's Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall, John Amos, uh, Shari Headley, Louis Anderson, coming to America. It is a styles clash for sure, yeah, but is. these are two films that are beloved black cinema classics, two beloved classics for different reasons. Um, you can make a case for either film being a winner, but there can only be one. So, with that said, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make this a little different here. Who wants to cast the first vote? Okay, uh, Mr. Bird. I'm about to, you know what? I'm pulling a WrestleMania 31. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna make this a cap. This movie is cashing in its money in the bank. <laughs> what movie is that? Break it to Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> He's running in with the case. <laughs> Break into <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> triple threat. Oh, man. It is now a triple threat match. Uh, yeah, I don't oh, think that's man. how it works, but... Uh, it's all right. It's all right. But nice try. Nah. <laughs> I had to I had to release some of the tension. This, yeah. this is tense. It is. And tense. I had to release some of that tension, but 
I just, I, I got to see it through. My my all-time favorite, and no disrespect to Malcolm, but coming to America has brought me so much joy for so many years and still does to this day. Coming to America. Okay. You're not the only one. Like, that, it brings joy and hopeful, hopefulness about love and finding your dreams. He... He goes to America to find his one true love because he doesn't like the whole arranged marriage. Like, I, I'm right there with you, Carl. I'm my vote's for coming to America. It brings okay. unstoppable joy. You see what I did there? I see what you did there. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, well played, sir. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we got two for coming to America. Uh, Mr. Black. Yeah, Carl, that's a great, a great point. Like, I watch Come to America every year during the holidays, during Christmas time, and it goes right in my lineup. You know, Come to America, Trading Spaces, and Home Alone 1 and 2, and mm-hmm. A Christmas Story. Can't go wrong with that lineup. Yeah. And Malcolm X, I got to watch it. After that, I hate white people. So... <laughs> <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I'm like, dang, son. Dang. And South America makes you not want to worry about white people. Makes you want to worry about my own. Like, yeah, man, I'm going to get married one day. So the fact that brings me hope and joy, come to America. Okay. All right. Uh, Mr. Stubert. I'm going to cast the vote for Malcolm X. Okay. Can't go wrong. All right. One for Malcolm X. I respect it. Not mad at it. Um, Yeah, me either. Yeah, like, as as much as I love coming to America, and it's one of my all-time favorites, um, I do have to cast a vote for Malcolm X, uh, uh, so it won't be a total uh, sweep here. Uh, Malcolm X, for me, it's, I mean, really can't compare the two films, but for the sake of this, in the context of this uh, tournament, uh, I say Malcolm X is the stronger film, um, um, but but as you but as you but as you say, Mr. Black, it, it does make you kind of hate white people for at least a week. Um, <laughs> uh, but but you know like 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 coming to America has has so many strengths going for it. Like for me, it is one of the, those perfect comedies. Like it's immensely quotable. Um, just like little just like little quotes here yep. and there, like from from the time from the part where uh, they're at the airport and. Uh, you know, Eddie Murphy walks right in front of the cab and holds his hand out. And then the cab driver's like, you dumb fuck. <laughs> and he's like, what does dumb fuck mean? <laughs> oh, man. And, uh, oh, it's in that conversation with perfect films. And, and that's not a that's not a big list, but it's definitely up there with like a perfect film. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, so um, I got a question. Like, did y'all rate it, um, paid in full and belly? Was that even in the tournament? No, no, no those weren't in the tournament. I yeah. think we have to do another one for the hood classics. Yeah, actually, that's a good one. As a listener of the Java TS5, I know how much y'all love that. Yeah, yeah. like, well. You, you know, I, I I I can actually do another uh, black cinema tournament. Um, I can compile a list of other films. 
Um, All hood classic. No, 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 this one hurt. This one hurt too much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it kind of hurt me because, like, you know, like. It hurt, but it was fun. It hurt, but it was fun. I don't need it anymore. You had to put on your critical thinking lens to yeah. kind of dissect, dissect each film. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean. I mean, we had we had to really dig down deep for each of our votes, um, and you know, you know, Malcolm X, Mal- Malcolm X, as it's it's an incredible film, but uh, the the winner, the winner and the champion of the Black Cinema Tournament from Codex Prime is coming to America, A.K.A. Eddie Murphy's best film, A.K.A. one of the best comedies of all time, A.K.A. not Harlem Nights, A.K.A. not The Wiz. A.K.A. not Listen, Pluto Nash. We're not disputing that it's better than Harlem Nights. We just don't understand your hate for it. Like, yes. That doesn't make yes. sense. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like you know, as 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 the kids say nowadays, I said what I said. What? <laughs> but uh, but that started from Real Housewives of Atlanta, by the way. Oh, did it? Oh yeah. well, well you know I, I don't I don't I don't watch reality TV because you know I, I have I'm, I'm, I have three college degrees but anyway um, but but Gary uh, threat but but Gary wow. threat as a matter of fact Mr Black thank God that you are here tell him about the judgmental goodness that is 90 Day Fiance oh my God I've never boy, seen boy boy man <laughs> that is quality quality Avenging experience. You get like, 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 you get all the emotions on this show. Man, 90 Fiance is a very good show. Very good show. Like, you look like to see how desperate men are really are out here. Like, man, you can't be that lame that you can't get no girl in the U.S. Like, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> my personal favorite is the um, guy from like, um, it was like a big white girl, right? And oh my gosh! And he was so disgusted to sleep with her. You could tell that he just—he just only smashed up for the green card. But you can't say that on television. It was, oh, oh, oh. oh my god! Man, man, man! And I have one, to say. And one more, because I've been trying to tell Vin to watch this show probably about the good for the past three years. What show? This is us. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's like that. <laughs> All I gotta say is, like, son, if you never cried before, you're gonna cry. You're gonna cry. Okay. Like and that's one of the reasons why I haven't seen it. I've seen what that show does to. Grown men, and they just <laughs> all say, "I'm good." I'm good. Like I don't really need to cry every week. Well, okay. Well, you know, <laughs> life's hard enough. I don't need that. I don't, <laughs> no. I don't, need, that. I don't need to watch it. All right. It's like it's not okay. It's like it's not like a cry where you see. Where us as black men, like the cops is killing us. It's not that kind of cry. It's not a, a painful cry. It's kind of like some episodes will make you feel like you start crying, like, you know what? 
I need to get my life together. Like, it points a lot of flaws in your character. It puts a lot of flaws in your life with the whole family dynamic. So that's how I to give the show that, like, as Randolph being the black man he is, and how, the, how he was raised with white people, and he able to still be himself, like, <laughs> man. And <laughs> okay. Sterling K. Brown pretty much steals the scene. Every hmm. okay. Well, come on, man. Come on, man. He had a typical hood hood story, man. He got left at the fire station. Come on, B. And his daddy was a crackhead. Come on, B. Come on. Like, you can't go wrong with that story, man. Like, okay. if you, I have to say, we why I, I like that show so much because Randolph is what a lot of black men are today, like. We may be in the hood, but we're not the product of the hood. And we're not traditional black men where, like, we don't show our emotion. And because a guy like that able to show that on the screen, you're able to relate to him, like, I can relate to this character. And the fact that at no point you feel like he's being demasculated as a man. Like, a lot of scenes, like, bang, if he could cry as a black, a dark skinned black man, come on, man, you can't go wrong with that. I'm telling you. It's the perfect time to catch on. Like it's a day. It's a good show. Okay. Okay. Well, I I will uh I will put it on my radar. Um, I will I will definitely check it out uh, when I do have the chance. Uh, but yeah, thank you for the recommendations. And uh, yeah, so yeah, once again, uh, gentlemen and and ladies and people out there watching, coming to America, the winner of the Codex Prime Black Cinema Tournament. Um. Let us know. Let us know in the comments what your favorite film in this tournament was. What what films you were rooting for. Uh, also, um, um, I will. I'll, I'll come up with a with a with an idea for another Black Cinema tournament, or AKA the Hood Classic Edition. Um, <laughs> Let's go. Um, uh, Gary. Let's go. Yep. Uh, Gary Threat has some has some interesting suggestions here. He says, uh, "Belly, Inkwell, The Wood, Vampire in Brooklyn." And Blade, well, Blade's not a whole classic, but I'll, I'll fit Blade in there somewhere. Um, oh, you, you mentioned the Inkwell, uh, Carl? Yeah, well, Gary mentioned it, and I'm just like, oh my god, like I love the Inkwell. God, I, I, I... Inkwell, okay. Yeah, you know, a lot of, you know, I mean, there there are a lot of uh, films. Uh, if I do compile a hood classic tournament, there's a lot of films that I, I do got to catch up and watch uh, for the first time, but but I'll definitely do my homework there. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, once again, uh, thank you to Pop Stew and Mr. Black from the Jobberteers podcast. Uh, this, was, this, was a, this was awesome, guys. Thank you. That was fun. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, Bugs. Bugs. Um, yeah. 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 Man, like maybe next time, instead of movies, we could do like black TV shows. Like, hmm. you can't go wrong with that. Like, I'm definitely looking forward to the next tournament. This is a lot of fun. <laughs> man, you guys are awesome, man. Like, Y'all guys are hilarious. This was fun. <laughs> definitely do do this again. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I do have plenty of ideas for future tournaments uh, uh, down the line as well. Um, but yeah, uh, let us let, uh, pop stew, uh, Mr. Black. Uh, let the good people know where they can find y'all's work. Um, I'll go first. Um, um Mr. Black um, underscore Mr. Black on IG M R M R B L A C C. Look me up on IG. Follow my podcast page on IG. It's the Java Tears Podcast. Um, look for um, uh, we have you on YouTube, IG, Twitter, 
and join our Facebook group, the Java Tears Network Podcast. And follow us on SoundCloud. We do wrestling. We do sports. We do a relationship podcast. Um, follow us if you're in your area. The next big event, we're going to host it at Legends. Um, we got a lot of stuff in the store. Um, yeah, we got... Um, for y'all fans of the show, we got something in store this Thursday. I'm not going to say it, but y'all know we got some... We, you, you know that we come up with some interviews sometimes. Like, we surprise the world with a lot of interviews. And shout out to y'all for just being a fan and supporting us, man. We got to do shows together, man. We have to. We have to. Definitely. And, and you're still on the list because you didn't show up to Love Story that when I was in New York that time. Yes, 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 yes. Honest truth, I was definitely, this is the honest truth. Why. We got to show up to a lot of places during that time because emotionally, I was going through a lot. And a lot of times, I'll be real true, a lot of times that I used to show up to places and go home and realize that I don't know how I got home. Just because I was so much in my head. So that was not the best time for me. Now, this quarantine, been through a lot. And yeah, I hope, matter of fact, before we sign off, like, is everyone good? Is everyone okay? Like, yeah. how was that guy during yeah, the quarantine? Like, was it hard for y'all? Like, Let's have an honest conversation. Like, yeah, guys, okay? Like, it's okay. Like, it's a safe space here. That could be real. (laughs) Yeah. I've been working. Yeah, I've been working too. So, not much has really changed for me. I work at a TV station, so I still have to clock in, do do my shows. So, not much has changed. It's just everything else around me was shut down. So didn't really have outlets like I was used to. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, I know. I've been working, I work with people with disabilities in group, and I usually work in the day program, but because that shut down, they sent us in the group home, so I've been working there, and then, um, you know, one thing about being a nerd is I got so many hobbies, so that kept me afloat. Oh, Carl, I didn't even know that. Me too, brother. (laughs) Oh, you in the same, y'all in the same field. Literally. (laughs) Literally the same. Literally, I was a manager for a manager for but they closed it down. So now I'm in a I'm I'm in a house. Sounds dope. Yeah, yeah. You know, y'all follow the same path, and me and Vic follow the same path. We both. That's why I said. I said film school, multiple degrees. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yep. Why do you have so much degrees for? Why? So, because I like go I like going to school for media and making stuff, so I just mm-hmm. kept going. Yeah, yeah. I, you into media, right? The TV station, like we gotta talk as far as like production wise, because I need a lot of like, like I need help because I do a lot of editing for my show, and sometimes mm-hmm. I'm looking like I could do more, like mm-hmm. especially because one of my dreams was going to happen. Like we have the network, but like I want to get like a network space where I want to create. You can come in and shoot a show. You want to shoot a commercial? Let's shoot it. Let's do this. Let's do it. I want a, a space for black creators to come in and do what they have to do because we have no side note, super side note, super side note. In the wrestling world, there's no black podcast who's even the top 20. And I want to change that. Yeah. And there's too much of us, even the whole nerd, the whole nerd culture, a lot of us not even in the top 20. Mm. We got to change that. 
we gotta change that. One of my goals that I'm gonna accomplish is we're gonna take our rightful place in everything because we dominate sports. Why not dominate it in nerd culture? Why not dominating in um in wrestling and other fields? I'm looking like we're smarter, we're faster, we have so much knowledge and why and like there's too much stuff like I don't know, like I'm sorry we're gonna tangent to go to y'all show. I'm so passionate about black creatives, like Yo, we just as good, and we're probably better because we're dope as hell. Like, I'm just saying. Yeah, right. Yeah, right on. Yeah, and, and yeah, it's, it's a, absolutely valid. Yeah, yeah. So it. thank you. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and and also uh, pops too. Uh, where can uh, people find y'all's? Uh, we on pops two podcast. We. We on Facebook, we got a page. Uh, we just got merch. The link is on the page. So if you want to get some pop, what's it called? Pop, pop stew. Pop stew. S T E W. Pop stew. Okay, like stew better. Okay, cool. Pop stew. Right, cool. No yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we we talking about old, ner- like all nerd culture. That's what that's what our podcast is about. Like '90s nostalgia, video games, movies. You said Najee '90s nostalgia. Like, yeah, I got come guys show to talk about some '90s video games and television. Like we did Street Sharks. Yeah. <laughs> Street Sharks. <laughs> I love Street Sharks. Like we did a whole episode about like '90s action movies. You you have to check that one out. Like Stur- Stubert went kind of left with it. Uh, he he, you made a case. I'm not. All right, just, I tell him what you made a case for? No, nah, I tell him. Just, just hear me out. Yeah. All right. Back in the day, right when, when you was young, you couldn't really watch a ton of action films, right? Okay. All right. So, what was our action thing for us growing up, man? Kevin McAllister was doing his thing. You know what I mean? He he made a case to have Home Alone as one of the top action movies. <laughs> Why not? You gotta, you gotta listen to that episode. It was a fun episode to do. I, I mean, mean that that I'm pretty sure I heard. But... I mean, honestly, that is a good case for Home Alone. So true. It's actually because you know it's yeah. It got like it got the hero stare. Like he yeah. had to redeem himself as a um, as a person. Like and he mm-hmm. saved Christmas. Yes, yeah. like just like in um, just like in um, Die Hard. So if Die Hard could be a Christmas movie, Home Alone could be an action movie. Someone yeah. like it got yeah, it's kind of like a thing. <laughs> well, like he fought villains. Like he was like I mean, evolved as a character. Um, dang! Wow! He, yeah. Wow! That is action. Yeah. So it's like conversations like that. We we have. Like, <laughs> You're not the first person to have that reaction. <laughs> yeah, we on iTunes, Google, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. We, we all over the place. So yeah. can we listen type to in Pops Two, you'll be able to find us. Yeah, I definitely. I'm. Wow. You know, we just follow each other. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'm in the group of Java Tears podcast, so I've been a fan of y'all for a minute. So this is actually oh, wow. cool to be on here with you. Oh yeah, yeah, and thank uh, you. So thank shout you. out to I'm y'all. Running. Like, thank I'm, you, thank you. I like what y'all doing. Yeah. And, ne- and next time I come to the city, we gotta link up. 
Yes. Make sure it's a big wrestling event. SummerSlam. Honestly, I don't know what's going to happen with that one. I don't, I don't, know, I don't even know if they're going to be allowed to have fans in there. I don't know what mm-hmm. they're going to do. Right, right, right. It's like, we are, like, there's more stores open in New York, but as far as bars and stuff like that, it might open up and it will be 50% capacity. And right. if you haven't been to our events during, like, SummerSlam WrestleMania, 50 not enough. That's not fair to the fans. Like, we literally had three floors packed out with fans. Wow. And it's not fair. So I can't even say the next wrestling event. It was supposed to be July 4th. We hosted a wrestling event with my brother versus Simon Miller, um, Tasha Steele versus um, Big Swole. We had a stack oh, wow. We had a... Nice. Yeah. So I don't know next time you come to New York, you come to an event. So... Well, me and my family Hope. usually come, like, the second week of July, but we're not going to make it this year. We're not, we're not doing any traveling right now. So, but next year, next summer, oh, yeah. we'll probably be up there. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, but definitely come out, man. All y'all, man. Carl, Victor, all y'all, man. Like, come out where y'all can. We got a big reunion. We're alive. We get some beers or something like that. You know, if y'all smoke weed, you can smoke some weed. <laughs> like, that's, my a good goal t- is, that's a good time, yeah. Exactly. I want to bring everyone together. Like, you'll meet some of my guys, meet some of young people. Y'all gonna have a good time. I guarantee it. If y'all come to Legends Bar, the food is great, the atmosphere is great. Like, you saw some of the videos that we have, and like, yo, yeah. like, I've been there. I've been there. I hung out with Janelle. Janelle showed me it all sometimes. Yeah. So Listen, yeah. we got a lot of stuff in the stores. Like, you might see a former WWE wrestler. You might see an impact wrestler. At our last event, I think it was last year, I forgot which one. Our, oh, it was WrestleMania. Our Snow Hole hosted. We had Peter Rosenberg there. We had, a lot of people don't know this, um, Tessa Blanchard was there with her boyfriend at the time. She was there <laughs> chilling. Nobody knew it's her. Like, I love, because she's, she's like Miller with us. Because we was at a, a back club event. She, I was like, Hey, Tessa, she said, mad discreet. We didn't know that she was in and out. Like, so hopefully, y'all come. We have some amazing guests. Like, either Valvia's my pop up. Like, a lot of indie guys are there, too. A lot of indie guys okay. are there. Is Carter. Like, so basically, there's a mecca. Like, one point, um, I don't know if you guys feel um, familiar with Faye Jackson. That's familiar with her, yeah. right? Yeah, her thick stuff, delicious. She was there. She hosted. So you can't go wrong with us. Like, please, 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 all y'all, man. I invite y'all, man. I make sure I show y'all good. Janelle, show you a good time. So, when all y'all come, my people want to take care of y'all, man. My people want to take care of y'all. Trust me, y'all gonna have a good time. Trust me. Right. That's what's up. And of course, you can follow us everywhere. Thank you for watching on Facebook. You can find us iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. We have our Twitch up. Um, we also, yeah, our select episodes on YouTube. We have some content coming up. You can catch me. Also, I'll be on tomorrow, no, not tomorrow night, Thursday night for a hype fight night with the party nerds in the game of Delphia crew. I'm not sure what we're going to be playing. Uh, I did my thing in Mortal Kombat last week, so uh, I don't know what we're going to do. What system do you play, Carl? What's my what? Um, what system do you play? I'm a PlayStation guy. 
I got to add you on um, PlayStation Network. I got to add you. Send me your um, send your PSN. I just started getting online, so please spare me the beating. Please spare me the beating. Please. I'll definitely do that, but it's time for me to wrap up. Yeah, yeah, but but once again, uh, gentlemen, it's been a it's been a privilege and it's been a it's been an honor. Uh, thank you all for uh, joining us on this uh, wild tournament. It's, it was it was great. Yeah, come to Maryland. Yeah, and uh, and cool. definitely and definitely for our viewers, uh, do tune in for uh, future episodes of the Codex Prime podcast. I do have more uh, tournament ideas in the bag that I'm developing. I do have a few a couple of wrestling themed. Uh, tournaments uh, in mind as well, so uh, j- uh, uh, Jarvis could definitely get on, get in, get in on the action, as well as UWO and some other uh, parties, as well as Pop Stew. So with that, I'll, I'll let you all know what those ideas are in due time. And with that, uh, thank you all so much for watching. Thank you all for listening. As always, we'll catch you on the flip. Peace out, nerds. Later. Later. Later.